When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling, joined here with my co-host Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? I don't know what I'm saying. Let's go with that one, though. How are you? Co-host for sale, 25 cents. (laughs) She's pretty loud, and uh, Leo... I'm a big expense. I'm a big expense. (laughs) she'll yeah she'll rake up your bill yeah you can't hug her you can't bug her she'll murder you yeah she'll she bugs me she'll probably murder me but i'll just have to b-u-t-t out of here there you uh, go there we go if you haven't figured it out yet if you haven't read the title of this podcast we're talking all mary kate and ashley all things mary kate and ashley during mary kate and ashley march um, we are joined here by a very special guest. Uh, you may know her from her infamous TikToks. Uh, if you're a Renap listener, you certainly better recognize that we are joined here by TikTok Nicole. Hi, hi Nicole. How are you? Hi, guys. I feel so honored that I would be chosen to deal with such iconic subject matter. Like, at, like this is huge. Like, this is my childhood right here. I feel like this is. Uh, I'm. I'm really lucky. Thank you guys for giving this, me this privilege. Yeah, this is a big deal. And of course, Nicole, like ever since we started the pod, you um, 
have been on our list of like people that we need you to like need to be in the podcast. See, that can go in the blooper reel too. Um, <laughs> um, sloppy bitches today. Um, no, because um, I, I met you back in August, I think. And like you and I were just like instant besties. And I was just like, need Nicole in the podcast. And it was like, what better pod to get you in than something epic like a Mary Kate and Ashley bracket? So true, Bestie. We were basically twins. Like Sarah and I played in Preston's Org over the summer. Mm-hmm. Basically, all those months blended together for me. I was stuck in my house. Yeah, but truly. For me all and of Sarah us. <laughs> went final two in this org, and we were basically the Mary Kay and Ashley of that game. Yeah. Which yes. one of you is we the cute one? Uh, Nicole, because she won. <laughs> I am the cute one, and she's just my sister. I'm, yeah, just the sister. Just the sister. Uh, so we, we came up with this amazing uh, 16 movie bracket. Um, to go over today obviously Mary Kate and Ashley have so many movies we could have made this a 32 movie bracket but then we would have been here for way 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 too long years so we just picked what you know we kind of deemed to be the most iconic probably some misses uh, were left out but we're hoping we're pleasing at least the majority of people with these options here we wanted a representative Um, sample Right? Like something that's like a true <laughs> yes. population, um, a pure, pure overview of all of Mary Kay and Ashley's work. Exactly. And yeah. for those of you saying, well, some of these movies aren't in the 90s. Yeah, well, it's our podcast and we decide what we're going to do. We and make some the rules. Are, exactly. And we're allowed to break them. And a few of them are just outside of the 90s. But let's be real. Like the the early 2000s were like super similar to the 90s anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. And I was only alive for like 20% of the 90s anyways. So like give me a break. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. What a flex. What yeah. a flex. She's flexing hard, but that's fine. I'm just that's flexing fine. that I can do math. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's impressive, too. I, I'm i not a mathematician. Mm-hmm. Whenever we have math, I'm like, Jessica, what's the math to this? What is it? She was very impressed that I was able to, like, count to 13 once or something. Like, I had to do math that was, like, it wasn't count to 13. Okay, but it was, I don't like, know about that, sis. The answer was 13. Anyway. Um, yeah, we're, if, you're talking MKA. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, I was just going to say, if you guys want to follow along with our bracket, it is on our social media, both on Twitter and Instagram at Shit90sPod. And follow along, um, fill out your bracket, let us know if we got it right, if we got it wrong. But um, I would love to see your picks. Absolutely. Um, And for those wondering how we came up with the order for the bracket, I didn't seed anything, even though we we probably could have. But I just went in pure, um, mostly, mostly pure release order. I did obviously put the mystery movies together, um, but you'll see that all of the early stuff is on the left hand side and all of the later stuff is on the right hand side. I thought it was probably most fair to do it that way I didn't really Mm -hmm. know any other way to do it I also kind of tried to lump together you know we have like winning London and winning Rome together they're both kind of like overseas in Europe so we have like European excursion side of the bracket that type of thing um but I mean does anybody have anything else to say before we get started started here no and for the haters more than 50 percent of this bracket is in the 90s so i think rest our case nobody's allowed to say anything in the comments yeah math checks out yeah i do want to <laughs> stop down you. and say that um coincidentally tiktok showed me a tutorial for mary Kay and ashley here so today uh before i came on i did mary Kay, you can't see it this well but we got because my headphones are covering it but we got 
some frizzy curls and then straight at the bits and mm-hmm. I'm a little warm so it's kind of like scrunching up from the humidity but like I tried really hard to do my best like late Mary Kate and Ashley vibes okay I was gonna ask did they say specifically like which movie this would have um, been from so they were like it um um they were saying I have a guess that, okay okay is because, it Roxy okay, Ryan and guess? New York Minute it's giving me yeah, Roxy we got Ryan a little bit of that we got a little bit of that. We also mm-hmm. have, um, they said it was inspired by the show, the shows, the show. Oh, the shows they were in. The shows. Which show? Got it. Who Two knows? of a kind. That one. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Or that the other sense. one. Their hair in some of these movies is, I mean, almost all of them are like, it's so iconic. And I remember being just so envious that I just wanted their adorable hair and they had like highlights in a lot of them, but we'll get into it. Um, but no, it looks very good. I did nothing. I put braids in my hair, which is a shocker to nobody. I, well, I mean, but it always does look done when you do that. I'm happy you think so, because it literally takes five minutes. And I'm just well, like, I, I, I did put on makeup today. So I'm going to shout that out to myself because I can't do braids um, mm. in terms of um, notable. No, gosh, notable. I'm trying to songs. say 90s nightcap. I, why did 90s Why do you not nightcap, know this? We've been why saying did this it for leave months? my brain? Okay. <laughs> In terms of 90s nightcap during the daytime, because we're filming during the day, mm-hmm. um, I had no mimosa. So I literally have red wine at 1130 a.m. And we're just going <laughs> to fuck with it. We're This is what we're doing. How about you, Nicole? Are you um, indulging in some 90s nightcap today? So I have to do a carafe reveal. I am drinking a mimosa straight from this carafe that my coworker stole from her job that she quit last week. So I can say that it's not like she's getting fired. Yeah. Um, and we're getting liquidated today. I feel like I couldn't watch Mary Kay and Ashley movies with a glass of a mimosa in a previous life, but I can do yeah. it now. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And Jesse Pooh, are you... Uh... I'm just Indulging. I'm just sticking with I woke up with a pretty bad headache, so I'm just sticking with all the seltzer in the world. I got to stay hydrated to get through all 16 of these movies here. So, yeah, Jessica's like our half our butler, half our DD, half our like um, assistant, like secretary assistant today, keeping track, <laughs> making sure Nicole and I stay in line. We uh, don't switch on each other. We don't cause issues. I get to um, be the mom us, and you guys yeah. get to be the twins. I was oh, going to yeah. say, you're giving me very much like Jeremy from Passport to Paris, but with yes. the looks of Bridget from Passport to Paris. Yes. You know? yes. Ooh, yes. Okay. I'm a fan of that. Jeremy, I like, I, I prefer the, the chef in Passport to Paris, but like not everybody can be him. So oh, no, we got to talk about the hamburgers later. Oh. <laughs> I, wa- I wanted to go straight to McDonald's so, after that scene. Uh, we'll get there. Seriously, who who wouldn't want to? Absolutely. Um, so let's get into it. So we're going to start off with the top left corner of our bracket. Um, these are the mystery movies. Uh, so we have The Adventures of Mary-Kate and Ashley, The Case of Thorn Mansion, and The Case of the Mystery Cruise. Um, both of these, well, one was out in 94 and one in 95, and both of these have very iconic theme songs. I did pull a clip because everybody needs to, if you've not heard the theme song to The Adventures of Mary-Kate and Ashley, which is like a mystery series all out on VHS, um, this is what it is. Blue stole the great hope diamond. What kill 
killed the dinosaurs. Who makes the finest pizza? What's in your brother's dresser drawers? Wow, what a bop. <laughs> um, this and wanting to join the fun club really got me going. Like, I literally asked uh, Jessica for some money so that I can get the full fun club <laughs> experience. Um, I want the membership card. I want the signed photograph of MKA. Like, mm-hmm. let's go. Let's go. Don't forget the carrying case. That was the best part. (laughs) I heard um, a couple years ago that people like were very upset that the MKNA Fun Club was a scam. Did anybody hear about this? Because I wanted to join it personally, but my parents would not budge on that. No, same, same. But I did not hear this. That is crazy. Mary, the adventures of Mary Kane Ashley, the case of the scam fun club. Coming to a video store near you on VHS. In the article, it said that they like would frequently confuse who was who, which I get. But like, if you're the fun club, I feel like you should know who Mary Kay and Ashley is like with 100% accuracy. Oh, I could easily, easily spin me around 60 times and I could still point out which one is which. Really? Guys. It took like 10 movies to get there, but I'm there too. Oh, guys. I because Mary Kay was the cute Really? I struggle that That's wild to me. People need to let us know. Listeners, let us know if you can tell them apart. I think it's very easy. Um, also, Ashley, once they get older, Ashley's taller. Like, it's the, you can easily tell that way. But Mary-Kate was taller at first. So that really threw me off because in the case of Thor their and Their Mary- are different and their eyes I, are different. I know that Ashley's taller. No, wait. No, Mary-Kate's taller. If you go, go on Google, it says Mary-Kate's taller. Maybe I, well, I know which one is which. Okay, so me, sure now you're solid. confused. Now we're getting the whole switcheroo. So, case the- of Thorn Mansion. So this, um, this basically what ha- what ha- happened is is this the first um, adventure of Mary Kay and Ashley Nicole? Yes, to my knowledge, it is. They start in the beginning speaking about how they like started their mystery agency. Like their mm-hmm. great grandma would tell them bedtime stories, and then they are inspired to start solving crimes by dinner time. They better be back at the table yes. before the lights go down or the paddle's coming out. <laughs> and I uh, always wanted trench coats as a result of their adventures because they're so freaking cute in them. And this, for those who didn't watch this movie, which I mean, why would you? Um, the twins are hired to find a ghost in a mansion in Transylvania. So that's where they have to go to solve this mystery. And yeah, this woman makes them legit go to Transylvania. On uh, their bikes. On their bikes. <laughs> it's 9,000 <laughs> miles away. 
Yeah. And, like, I do love, um, like, a lot of these mystery, the adventures of Mary-Kate and Ashley have, like, decent music. Like, some of them have better music than other ones. I remembered this one. I definitely did watch this one a lot when I was a kid. I love their, like, somewhat matching outfits. They don't quite match, you know, but they have, like, the same outfit in different colors, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The movie, the music in this one, we need to stop down for a second because we see Elizabeth Olsen. If you're not a WandaVision watcher, first of all, what are you doing? Second of all, Elizabeth Olsen is now like a BFD. Like she is a big fucking deal. Mm -hmm. And in this movie, it's obviously their younger sister. She like they are like this is like a diss track. They are like, get the fuck out of here, Lizzie. Lizzie, you're not allowed here. Um, so I did pull a clip of the song B-U-T-T out because it's so iconic. So <laughs> Yeah, good. straight up a diss track. It's so good. It is. So here's the clip that I pulled. Maybe some other time. Yeah, that is how uh, lifelong trauma is... starts. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is this is great. Like dunking, uh, I think this is what you said, Nicole. Dunking on Lizzie, um, for sure. Um, but who gets the last laugh now? Like who? I think like arguably Elizabeth Olsen is the most famous. Well, I don't know. Can she ever you... be the most famous? I think it's tough. I think she's getting there with WandaVision. I think she's definitely up there. I think like if you ask someone who grew up in the 90s, they'd probably say Mary-Kate and Ashley are or more famous. But like right now, who's more relevant is definitely Elizabeth mm-hmm. Olsen. That's true. But this song is literally everything. Yeah, this one was good. They had musicology, which was fine. It wasn't like my favorite. I thought the B-U-T-T out was was better. Oh, that um, one's terrible where they were discussing different like sectors of science. I'm like, girl, like I'm not trying yeah. to get my um like my master's from you. Well, I really don't care. Making things up like um, but don't they have so, to deal with a do like they have a ghost to be dealing with. They don't have time to be like studying like zoology. <laughs> yeah, they're they like really <laughs> hunker down in the library and then they have like probably about seven hours to solve this case. And they spend like a good four hours in the library, like just shifting, <laughs> like just going through books and like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, this one's a good book, too. Um, But they're, you know, so there's like some clues here. We got the sticky substance that I don't know which twin. Get, oh, ha- Ashley got stuck in the honey. I wrote that down. Good for me. Yeah. Um, and then there's like a buzzing humming and then a mysterious figure. But mm-hmm. as soon as I saw the gooey gunk, I knew that was honey. Yeah. Well, that and it's like it's very obvious that the person is in a beekeeper outfit. So this one is pretty easy to solve. Granted, we're adults, but pretty easy to solve. But um, so I think we need to compare it up against um, the case of the mystery cruise, because in my opinion, the case of the mystery cruise was a better story. Um, basically th- their whole family's on a cruise and the twins want to be mystery solvers. So they're like handing out business cards all over this cruise and there someone steals their father's computer with all his work stuff. Now 
I thought the story in this one was better, but the songs in in the Thorn Mansion were better. Nicole, what are your thoughts on the Yeah, the mystery cruise songs were all a mess. Like that song at the end when they're singing with the whales in the background. <laughs> what has the fuck no was point. that? It was literally weird. It looked yeah, like some like after school special. Who would you be and all together? I think were the two songs from from the Case of Mystery Cruise. They were not bops at all. Yeah, you can stop watching this movie about seventeen minutes in when they start singing, and you don't need to watch anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, like, go yeah. spend the five minutes doing something productive. Don't yeah. watch so, that part. So I know. shall we? Like, I mean, I'm but, ready to cement Thorn Mansion as the winner. Uh, I think it's uh, obvious. Uh, hold on, we didn't. Yeah, we hold have to on, go hold into on. No. no, 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 no. Okay, number one. The case of the mystery cruise is actually a fucking mystery. Not like this was like an actual legitimate mystery that they had to solve. That's fair. Thorn Thorn Mansion. There is no mystery. It was the biggest bullshit in the galaxy. Well, it was it's a like mystery a just monk- not to them no. or done to us. I, yeah, mystery no, cruise had everything. One. Yeah. I had everything. had but uh, not the songs mines. though. Like to it me, had horny dads. Mary is this Mary Kay and Ashley sing-along podcast? No, it's like, what's the better movie? Be. <laughs> what did we enjoy more? Like, So you both I, think Mystery Cruise is better? Yes. I, I mean, yes, because there's... Okay, that's fine. There's a whole mystery around it. Like, the mimes were involved. I now, didn't like the mimes and the clowns and stuff. Like, not my vibe. But I did appreciate that they, like, got the guy's fingerprints while he was sleeping. Like, mm-hmm. that's a pretty big deal. There's two... Two bad marks on Mystery Cruise. Okay. There is, um, there's a song, the mime song, like, Who Would You Want to Be? And there was a Trump shout out. Yeah, and I would rather yeah, be there was, Forrest Gump than Donald Trump, in my personal opinion. Me too. <laughs> me too. And also, the parents and the kids work at SeaWorld. Okay. I did think we were going to bring that, it up, but... <laughs> I I mean if we're going yeah. to be transparent like this is a serious podcast we are <laughs> on the hunt for the best Mary Kate and Ashley movie I don't um, think it's going to be either but, of these <laughs> it's but not the going to be either and that's the movie why I'm itself the movie itself I think Case of the Mystery Cruise is better. It's a better mystery. There's more story involved. The songs yeah. might be better on Thorn Mansion but the only me- memorable song for me in Thorn Mansion is B-U-T-T-O. And does that carry the movie? I mean, no, it's fine. Listen, I'm not going to get you guys. It's we have three people here for a reason. So we could break ties. And I don't think either one of these is winning the bracket anyway. So I'm comfortable throwing in Mystery Cruise. Sarah, which one of these was the one that we had to watch some guy's nasty hairy legs to watch? Can we just <laughs> okay, talk about that so, very, okay, briefly, so, very briefly? Um, we were truly on the hunt for um, for these movies. And some of them are very, very, very hard to find. I was able to watch, I personally watched all 16 movies. I was a pirate. I searched. I sav, like, I, like, you know, dug treasures under the uh, internet, went probably to the dark web. So I've seen all 16. I think that the knees, I, if I'm remembering correctly, I think the knees were your, 
you're invited. But there's two with knees. Okay. Yeah, there were. So, yeah, Sarah found like a creepy YouTube video of some guy like recording his VHS television, like the VHS in the television with like his legs in the in the foreground. In the the it was time. disturbing, but at it least was we got to watch it. And there was loud breathing in one of them. The no, point you're is right. No, them. it was the mysteries. You're it right. Now I'm remembering yeah. because in sleepover party, that's where it got really disturbing. Um, yeah. And I had to literally just pull clips for you guys because I was like, I can't I can't make you watch this. It's like so, this is questionable. So Mystery Cruise has won the first uh, first, I don't know, bracket first set. I don't know what they're called. Um, I don't watch sports. Um, moving on to the next pairing, we have our first video from 1993 up against one of the, the representation for the You're Invited, a grouping of movies, because there are so many You're Invited movies. But it's You're Invited to Mary-Kate and Ashley's Sleepover Party from 1995. Our first video is obviously very self-explanatory. It is their first video. Tons of bops. You're Invited, the Sleepover Party. Um, it's like they're inviting over all their friends for a sleepover party and their brother is being a menace. Yeah. Um, so our first video was one of the ones that when I went to videos plus in my local town, I got your, or our first video, probably the most out of any of the other early on MKA movies. What about yourself, Nicole? See, I was a sleepover party girl, but our first video came home a ton of times. Brother for Sale was obviously very iconic. It's it rationalized human trafficking to me. So, <laughs> yes, I had an older brother who I also despised. So Brother for Sale was one of my favorites. And just for like all our stands out there that also loved Brother for Sale, I did pull a clip because I couldn't not pull a clip. Um, because Sarah and I do, Sarah came up with the idea of we need to talk about the diss tracks. And so this is one of the, one of the big major diss tracks that they have. Brother for sale, 25 cents. Brother for sale, he's not a big expense. You can hug him, you can bug him, you could buy a rent. Brother for sale. Yeah, and they kept going down and down. Ultimately, they couldn't even sell their brother for 10 cents. So, Jess, <laughs> would you try to sell your brother for 10 cents? I absolutely would have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think I would have come to the conclusion that actually he's not that bad. Like that wasn't going to happen when I was their age. Not at all. Yeah. Um, also, there's a TikTok song in this um in this uh, movie, the song about being twins and being different, right, Nicole? It's in that. Absolutely. Wasn't that a trend? Yeah, that was a big trend. It would be two things that are essentially the same thing. Like, I'll think of an example. Like, one was like the shortness of breath from COVID, and then the shortness of breath from the panic attack I'm having thinking I have COVID. And then it would go, <laughs> We're twins. We're twins. Yes, sir. We're twins. And like that was the, oh, that's the trend. awesome. Yeah, I didn't yeah, even I didn't realize when I saw that trend on TikTok that this was from our first video. I'm going to be transparent with you guys. I don't think that I saw. I did see the sleepover. And I think I don't think that I saw our first video. Like, I don't know if it was like on repeat. Like, I've seen it before, but yeah. it wasn't like 
something I saw all the time. I was really busy with those pregnancy videos at that time, Jess. <laughs> Christ. Um, as we talked about in Clueless. No, but um, but this one just has so many good songs. I am the cute one. She's just my sister. We got yeah. the peanut butter song. There was some issues. We got the mom song. And I sucks. I thought that that really dragged down the entire vibe. Yeah. And I have a problem with the one buffalo, two buffalo because this definitely made a lot of kids dumb. Like there were a lot of kids out there who were like, oh, a herd of buffaloes, a buffalo. Like two, what is it? Two carabou, one carabai or something like that. Give it a try. The moral. Yeah, the moral of that song is to make up your own words if you don't know how to pluralize them. And I don't know if that's the best message. You know what? Sometimes we just make up words. That's true. I did watch this movie because that's why my vocabulary makes no sense. (laughs) That's where Eggie comes from. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I thought also Peanut Butter Song was a weird song to end on. Like they were like, okay, like this song made the cut. Like we've said what what we said. We're done now. Peanut Peanut Butter is iconic to me. Like that one is one of my personal favorites. Um, besides Brother for Sale and Nobody Tells the President What to Do. I think the Peanut Butter song is one of the best ones. But is that what we're going to end on? Like, I Well, better than like, the mom song. You don't want them to end on the mom song. But the, weren't those the last two songs? Like Those were the na- last two. Yeah, I think that we could have cut after Brother for Sale. Like, I think after that, we're like, okay, we're, we've got all of our you? best songs. We're done. Identical Twins Erasure. That song is amazing. I just, I don't know. I think that... Like our first video to me is one of the most iconic and it has the most bops per second of all of the MKA mm-hmm. movies. That's true. I mean, Sleepover but, Party is coming for that title. Okay, Sleepover Party. I think Sleepover has way more iconic songs and we'll get into it. I'm ready to fight. Okay. We could, yeah, we could get into, we can get into the Sleepover, sleepover party. party. Now, so, oh, Sleepover Party. I can't stand this movie. <laughs> Yo, I was not expecting that. It is creepy. It is creepy. Like there are a lot of weird things in this movie. We need (laughs) to talk about. (laughs) We need to talk about the girl with the hats. No, Kara. We need to talk about. Call her by her name, Kara. Okay, number one gives me nightmares. Okay, no, there's so much that we have to talk about. Number one, the blue eyeliner that they're forced to wear on the bottom lash to make their Mm -hmm. eyes bluer. Number two. Ashley forgetting to send out the invites like Ashley that's so not like you girl oh my god I left them clipped to this clipboard (laughs) number three the friends show up it's awkward as fuck and let's go over what these girls brought number one Kara brought the hats which I felt like was a good thing to bring to the sleepover what do you think Nicole I love taking cute pics with my friends. If somebody brought over like a cute little beanie, I'd wear it. I'd snap a little flick. I think that was fun. Definitely better than what those other two brought. Yeah. MVP number two, Vanessa brought her fresh CDs. Jess, what do you think of Vanessa's fresh CDs? (laughs) It's like she just starts dancing and it was like, what the fuck is happening? This movie was wild to me and like, then hold on jess no go ahead go ahead this girl bite in this bit. girl is my girl bite. she brings a picture of <laughs> <laughs> she brings a picture of sam her fucking golden retriever yes. my girl my girl <laughs> to the party and says that she 
I miss him already. <laughs> Jessica, this is you. This is you, you fucking loser. Listen, you are the listen. least valuable player to the slumber party. You Can would bring you? your picture of your dog to the sleepover and be like, I am the most valuable person to this party. It's like, no, you loser. You brought the dog picture. You are a loser. Look, and you miss him you? already? Get out. I would kick biting out. The very first time I ever slept over at my best friend's house, I like was concerned that I needed to bring all this stuff with me. <laughs> and I brought my rock collection. You having a rock collection is so on brand. I'm done. <laughs> so it's on brand story. Because I was like, what if I need this? You brought like, your rock collection to the sleep. And that's when you realized you have anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's when I should have realized. Um, I, um, as soon yeah. as I saw she brought a picture of her golden retriever, I was like, this is Jessica. This is my girl. I, this is my girl. Because Biden really, is that her name? I don't that's know. I couldn't really pick up on what it was. It was something with a B and an, okay. I, and an N. She really dragged this entire party down. She was like, I can't. <laughs> dance i don't oh no kara doesn't like kara dancing can't dance. kara These, sucks kara sucks kara sure, can't dance her eyes seared through my soul <laughs> to the point where i was uncomfortable i think the twins just keep vanessa in because vanessa and the twins are like feel-good girls that just want to dance all night and ditch the other two yeah they want to they up the cool factor in the group by a lot if it was just biting and kara they'd be getting lunch food thrown at them <laughs> <laughs> no offense, so, I'd be the one throwing the lunch food. We need to talk about the songs. So. <laughs> we need to talk about the songs in this movie. Um, Bring it on. Give I me also pizza. love. Can I? Can I? <laughs> yeah, there was "You're Invited," which is just like the classic theme. Yeah. Just dare to dance. Uh, there was a flashback to "Brother for Sale." Um, uh, I did enjoy that. Yeah, which I unnecessary, just watched, but I liked it. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, so like this movie. A lot of the movies in the early era of Mary Kate and Ashley are a big fan of like zooming in and like t- turning the camera sideways and like in and out, in and out constantly. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like kids with seizures might not enjoy this movie that much because there's just so much happening. A lot of movement. A lot of movement. And I don't. I was not a fan of the the point where the the girls dress up like super scary and then they like scare the brother. And they, they just looked, like, wild to me. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the brother is, like, pranking the and his friends. His He's having a sleepover, and they're just mm-hmm. spending the day pranking the girls. So then the girls were like, I'm going to get you back and dress up in these creepy costumes, and I'll show you. I don't think that worked out for them. No. Wait, if they're both having a sleepover on the same night, that's a lot of pancakes that Mr. and Mrs. Olsen have to make in the morning. Right? Yes. That's a lot of children. There were like at least 10 kids in that household. Yeah, if I had a sleepover, my sister wasn't having a sleepover for a month. We like rotated. That was a lot of like labor for my family to have to pretend like we have a clean house. Absolutely. Yeah. So, is it time to talk about pizza? Give me pizza. Oh, you want me to play the pizza song? I could play the pizza song. Oh, yeah. I think we need to talk about the pizza song. Oh, wait. No, I don't have the pizza song. I have the peanut butter song. Oh, okay. Well, I want to talk about the pizza song because I'm going to show you. Go into recording, the recording channel. I have a picture of one of the twins. Who knows? Maybe you guys can tell me. Her eyes at the pizza. And then underneath, it's a picture of me watching that movie. And as you can see, I am disgusted 
buy this pizza. It is cursed, is nasty. I hated it. Um, so they literally order a pizza and they clean out the fridge and there's like everything on it. There's like, I don't like lo mein is on it. Fish is on it. This was I a- lo mein on a pizza. That sounds delicious, lo mein on a pizza. That just sounds like uh, like sodium. That sounds like me being bloated for a week, and yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's like, do you want salt? Here you go. I, d- I mean, I would not eat this. This is disgusting. But what about the whipped cream flowing like waterfalls? Oh. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's... It's fine. I would eat. I would eat a lot of things on a pizza. In the peanut butter song, they talk about peanut butter pizza. I'm good. I'm good, love. I don't need that. (laughs) I mean, we did have a pillow fight because what is a 90s sleepover without a pillow fight? You need it. And then last up. Um, I don't know. I, I also really enjoyed like the dance parties and the fact that they um, this the I need to sleep song mostly because I knew it was almost over and I was excited about it. <laughs> yeah. so the gimme the all nighter song is iconic. That's like me every single night when I'm like Adderall fueled trying to write a paper and then I pass out at like four in the morning having only written two paragraphs like yeah. It's a very aspirational song. <laughs> I wrote that the All Nighter song was my favorite song. Um, so I guess I my past self would agree with you. But I don't remember it like the songs I remember in our first video. I just think okay. the bops outweigh the, the story of the sleepover party for me. Like it's yeah, Bob I know, after I'm going to get outvoted, but y'all can keep it. <laughs> so okay, my so- my official vote is to keep our first video i agree so we are moving on our first video to the second uh portion of the bracket i don't know what overruled (laughs) just kidding i got overruled do Um, we do we need like an umberts person ourselves no this is why we have three people um moving on to the holiday themed portion of our bracket we are doing To Grandmother's House We Go, which is from 1992, up against Double Double Toil and Trouble from 93. Yeah. Um, so I guess let's start with To Grandmother's House We Go. Um, the twins are six in this movie. Uh, they're like work obsessed, divorced mom. Like she, they're like complain. She's like complaining about them. And so they decide to like <laughs> pack their bags, hop on a bike. And make it to their grandmother's house for Christmas instead. Yeah, Rhonda is the type of mother that I would be just talking shit about my kids <laughs> to my best friend. Like, these little fucks, you have no clue how yeah. horrible I mean, six, they are. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember liking this movie. I wasn't like, I was, before, I would say, like, I was definitely into the more, like, 20, 30-minute movies when I was really, really little. And then as I got older, I was more obsessed with the right side of the bracket. Mm -hmm. So this is one that I've seen a few times, but is not, like, something that I would, like, go back to the well on often. Um, But it's okay. It's fine, is how I would say. It was a made-for-TV movie. Like, what channel would this be on? Like, ABC Family? Like, you can tell when the commercial breaks were, which I thought was very charming. But, um, yeah, definitely Mm -hmm. not, like, a... Yeah, not, uh, you can't, it just doesn't really have a movie feel. It has a made-for-TV feel. I 
I enjoyed this movie. I don't know if it was the Christmas aspect of it and I was feeling it. Um, I don't know if it was the buttoning relationship between Eddie and Rhonda that really got me going and the fact that they like legit ran off and then Eddie's like subsequently like kidnapped them by accident. Um, It's like if I was like Rhonda and be like oh you have my kids like bring them back right fucking now I don't care that you have a hundred deliveries to go to and um before like Christmas like you're going to bring my back my kids now and then they get like legit kidnapped which I thought was like it was a whirlwind yeah this movie was a wild ride I think that like it definitely gets a boost from me just because it's a Christmas movie and it's up against um a Halloween movie which to be honest, is not really my thing. I never watched Double Double Toil and Trouble when I was a kid because anything that was branded as scary was not something I was interested in. And legit, Double Double and Toil and Trouble had some like scary moments that I was not a fan of as an adult. <laughs> yeah, Jess <laughs> hates scary movies. So this movie, um, the twins are baby witches and they have some aunts that are also witches. And Mm -hmm. essentially, their parents, the twins' parents, are, like, poor AF, and they're about to lose their house. And they need to ask their mean aunt for money. But the mean aunt is, like, a witch that, like, trapped her twin sister. And long story short... Cloris Leachman. That was pretty major, having Cloris Leachman in there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the twins have to just, like, save their... The good aunt. And, you know... There's twists and turns. They There's it's this basically, random dude who like follows them around this whole time, which <laughs> weirded me the F out. Nicole, we're, tell me you were not weirded out by this freaking guy who's just like pretty much kidnapped them when you think. Are about you talking it. about um, is the Mr. N? Oh, I have no idea what his name is. Yeah, Mr. N. Yeah, no, this movie is, is it's just a lot. Like I'm thinking about um. Yeah, yeah. Not not really a vibe for me. Like, the whole point, like, Double Double Toil and Trouble, like, the aunt goes missing, like, seven years ago, and nobody thought to, like, put a missing person's report right? in. Like, the oh, she got married and she far just... Too, far too high. Yeah, she... Oh, she got married and she just ran off with him and we never heard from her again. We thought that was kind of weird. Like, what? Yeah. Talk to somebody. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. And there's definitely some, like, Wizard of Oz vibes. Like, they start collecting weirdos around along the way. Um, Mm -hmm. ultimately to help them at the end. Um, There was like a witch's coven meeting. That was spooky. Um, Once again, the kids like ran away. Like the kids are always running away. They are a never happy at home. B, there's always a single parent. In this case, this movie, there was two parents, which is like an oddity for Mary Kay and Ashley movies. Like they were poor. Yeah, they were poor. All the adversity, all always yeah. adversity. So ultimately, the twins save the day because they're little witches, and um, they save the good, the good aunt from the mirror. Yeah, there was mirror trappings. I think that's another thing. I think that as a kid, I think a lot of us really got shooken up by getting stuck in a mirror. Like, would you trust a mirror? Well, there's like the Bloody Mary thing. Remember, like (gasps) that was a huge thing when I was a kid where at sleepovers, it'd be like, I dare you to go look in the mirror and say Bloody Mary three times. And I was terrified of mirrors for a while. You only got to two. 
I legit thought that that was a thing, and so I would like avoid them. It's like Nicole, when you, like look at your shower curtain. <laughs> Nicole, did you ever do that, or you was that like by the time I got to you, you stopped doing bloody mirror, bloody Mary in the mirror. No, we did Bloody Mary in the mirror. It was just like, as soon as she didn't show up, we were all like, oh, Bloody Mary's fake. Like, mm. I feel like we were a little bit more. Oh, I never even it. tried it. I never got past two Bloody Marys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it was too you scary don't fuck with me. that shit. We did have an Ouija board that oh, we played yeah. with. And then we did um, a light as a feather, stiff as a board. Oh, oh I never did that, do. but I know what it is. Um, yeah. I don't know. Some weird things happened when we were kids, and I'm pretty sure somebody went five feet in the air. Oh, my God. Just saying. Just saying. Um, um, so, yeah, ultimately, girls girls save the day. Um, Agatha, the course leechman, gets stuck in the mirror forever. Good. But good riddance. <laughs> what do we think? To grandmother's house we go or double, double toil and trouble? To grandmother's house we go made mail fraud look so fun. So I'm going to pick that one. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like we see this all the time. Like ha- in Christmas, how many times have we seen like um, pictures online? Like this Amazon worker like opened up like a little corner of my package and looked mm-hmm. in to see what it is. Yeah. Like this is just facts. It's not even. And. We didn't even talk about a Bob Saget and Lori Laughlin cameo at the end. Mm-hmm. Familiar yeah, faces. I mean, we the uh, Bob Saget was in another movie too. He made like a very brief New York appearance. Minute. Yep. Yes, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would also agree. To grandmother's house we go. It's Christmassy, so it's it's up more up my alley anyway. Um, so I would definitely vote to to move that one along. That's the one I had as well. But Nicole, what about you? Did you which one did you choose for your bracket? Yeah, I picked to grandmother's house. We go. The fact that I had to like rewind double, double toil and trouble multiple times to go back because I was playing on my phone is like all that you really need to know. (laughs) Yeah, that's a fair assessment. I agree. Yeah, Yeah, how the West was one. I literally had to rewatch it like four times because I was so bored. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> let's let's go move on to how yes. the West was won. No fun, fun. Oh, yeah. How, See, the fact move. that we don't know the title is also indicative of our feelings. Yeah. Um, so, we have yeah uh, the the last pairing on the left side of the bracket. We have it takes two, which was nineteen ninety five, versus how the West was fun nineteen ninety four. Also, another common thread that obviously comes up a lot in um, it takes two is. Oh, we're twins, but we're, like, totally different. We're, like, not at all the same, and we actually have, like, the opposite interests. Like, in every single one of these movies. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, and I love that about it, though. But Ashley's those, always the girly one. And um, yeah, Mary-Kate is Mary always Kate's the sportsy one. Sports or edgy. Um, yeah. So, How the West was fun. A single dad gets a mysterious letter in the mail saying that the wife, the dead ex or the dead wife's family's ranch is in trouble. So they have to go and save the ranch. Um, and in doing so, we find out that like the, is this another, another, like a great aunt. Her son is a creep. No, it was like, yeah, it was like the godmother or something. <clears throat> well, her, uh, Bart, Bart was sus from the beginning and Bart was purposely trying to sabotage the ranch so he can build Gafuli Land, a amusement park. And um, 
you know, we, I, I mean, the good thing about this movie was that the girls um, were able to learn about their mom who they, I guess, never met or never really got to know. So by many mom issues in these movies. <laughs> I know. By, by, um, they got to know their mom by, like, uncovering, like, their, her old diary and learning about her from their, like, godmother, great aunt, grandma woman. And I, I liked that aspect, but, um, there was, like, a lot of crazy things. Like, they had to go get investing. Like, there, it was very, like, this movie was very like business oriented. Like we had to go to the investors. We had to convince the investors to invest, like put temp, like put, you know, money into the ranch. We had to, the investors had to like negotiate 10% profit. Like, you know, we basically had to be a like working businesswoman. I needed to get the businesswoman brunch to understand what was going on in this movie. Um, And ultimately the girls save the ranch and, Gafuli land is no more. It was like so much. Then there was the fool's gold aspect of it. It's it like was, it's too much happening in one movie. Like the only bright side to how the West was fun is that one of the twins' names is Jessica. Let's be honest. Like beyond that, it's just like to me personally, when I looked at how the bracket was, how we set up the bracket, I was like, it has no chance against it takes two because it takes two is the one of the most iconic Mary Kate and Ashley movies. I feel mm-hmm. like it it has like a very we talked about this uh, once upon a time on one of our podcasts that like this and parent trap, you know, how if you have to put them up against each other, which one wins? And I think we had said it takes two ends up winning. Well, um, we actually put it out um we had a poll, as a poll right? and it was mm-hmm. 50-50, but ultimately it takes two uh took the win. Um before we move on to it takes two, Nicole, like any thoughts, further thoughts on how how on how the West was fun was like, what did you think of it? See, it might have been boring, but Mary Kay and Ashley still have better range than Clint Eastwood. And I petition that they replace <laughs> him in all of his films and they refilm I, all know, those movies with them in them. I think that's them. a good move for for investors movie investors producers if they wanted real talent they'd know where the true country western stars were yes i did enjoy that this was they were like you know what we've done like a couple different things like let's do a western like let's go crazy they need they they have so many different themes here like it's like okay we've done halloween we've done christmas we've done plenty of mysteries we've had a sleepover next is a western like and then they get the big budget and they start going overseas you know there's a build up here I know. And I was like, this movie was so like lame at times that like at one point I thought George, who was like the office, uh, the range hand, I was like, wait, is he a ghost? Because like they turned around at one point and like he disappeared. I was like trying to implement plots to make yeah, this more plots. interesting. Yeah. No. But um, and meanwhile, I feel like it takes two has a very simple but intriguing plot. Right. Okay. Like you have the twins mm-hmm. and but they're not. That's the best part. They're not twins. They're, They're not, not related. Okay. So not even wide. Yeah. This is my biggest question. Like, nobody got out the 23andMe and, like, tried to solve this. Like, did, were there <laughs> twins at one point and they got separated? But, did, was there, like, a secret twin at one point? Yeah. But it's not it's, the parent trap. Because the parent trap, yeah. which the more They're I think twins. about the parent trap, that yeah. fucking movie is fucked up. Because yeah. they have twins and then the parents get divorced and they each get a twin. It's like, 
I'm sorry. Do you never want to see your other child again? No. no. Yeah. Cool. You just picked your fave yeah. and you're good. It was straight up. Yeah. Exactly. It's that fucked was, up. But these kids aren't up. related. No, like, they're at not. All. So they're and just doppelgangers. Yes. And one lives is like with a super rich father and her mother died like when she was dead born. mother. And the other ding, ding, one. Ding. Tally number two. Yeah. Dead, dead mom. Again. And the other one ends up with Kirstie Alley at an orphanage. Uh, and she plays Diane, who's like the caretaker at the orphanage. Yes. Um, oh, my. And- okay. I know that we're not supposed to like Kirstie Alley anymore, but I just want to stop down and be like, I have so much appreciation for Kirstie Alley in this movie. If anything else, like I she was so warm and sweet. Mm-hmm. And like, I just like I think like this movie, I probably have the most nostalgia for. Watching Kirstie Alley in this movie is like wrapping around like a warm blanket around me myself. Like it's just like she just makes me feel safe. Mm-hmm. I just loved her. And I love the fact that she was a more of like a fuller figure woman in the 90s. And she was still considered gorgeous and she was still successful and she was still like that bitch. Um, and, and I just want to, like, I know, like, she's problematic now, but, like, mm-hmm. my love for Kiersey Alley in this movie in 1995, like, I can't say anything, like, it, there's no bounds to how much I loved her in this movie. I'm just saying. Yeah, she plays, she plays Diane, who, like, falls in love with Roger, who was also, like, very zaddy-ish, like, mm-hmm. zaddy big time for, for he Roger. Got that, he got that, like, little gray tuft of hair on his yeah. side. Which he I has love. the he he definitely has because we know that Sarah has a love for Corey curly from Boy Meets World. He has yeah. the same curly hair, the Brillo head. Yeah. yeah, he's about to marry awful Clarice. This woman always plays an evil character in everything she's in. Um, Clarice is so hateable; it's fantastic. And my favorite is the name of the the family that's trying to adopt um, Amanda is butt kiss and i just think it's genius it's genius for children like when you're watching this movie you're dying at the name butt kiss the butt kisses are so problematic right nicole i mean like they live on staten island that's the first reason why they're problematic (laughs) (laughs) no i i just think that the name is funny i i love uh the fact that uh Amanda is not going to take going to that family without fighting because those jumpsuits were just ugly. Like they literally adopt kids. Like, I don't know. This is just a microcosm of how messed up the foster care system is in this country. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. They're truly just doing it for the benefits and like the money aspect of it, which is terrible. Like collecting kids, they have, seven already i feel so bad for amanda i don't understand like did amanda never get adopted like was she did her parents pass away soon like she's so adorable you would think that like how i think it's like her personality i think she's just like i don't want to go with scares them away i think so that's my guess Mm, right or it could be like diane is like i'm not letting this kid go to a shitty home and she's always like stepping in the middle this is the thing, like Diane wants to adopt Amanda, but because of her financial situation, they're not allowing her to. It's and she's like, unmarried. And discrimination. she's unmarried. Which That's misogyny at discrimination. work. Truly. Yeah, yeah. So I think that that aspect of it is just like really sad. But, you know, um, they meet at the Callaway's camp because um, 
Alyssa's family is rich, 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 rich. Real big rich, yeah. And they own a camp that the mother, the dead mother, um, started up. It was like her special project. They mm-hmm. meet each other and they switch places because Alyssa is upset that Clarice is there. Amanda wants to live like the good life and she knows right. how to like send off Clarice and torment people. And then eventually they like, you know, they connect like, it, you know, Amanda's happy to finally have like a dad figure in her life. Like Alyssa's like learns to like loosen up her like really, um, you know, like she's kind of stuck up and like a little rigid and she learns to have some fun and yeah. smile, which is great. Yeah, then, this movie has iconic yeah. quotes too. Like yeah. the the can't eat, can't sleep, reach for the stars, over the fence, World Series kind oh. of stuff. This like such which a makes cute me want to cry. Yeah. I think and this the, is the only movie. You know, I'm a crier. This is the only movie that makes me want to cry. In this That's whole lot, such a Pisces thing to say. Uh-huh. Yeah, except for one. I'll talk about it later, which is like really questionable and like pathetic. But there was one movie in a later movie that I actually did want to cry. And it's like really, really sad and surprising. We'll get to it. Okay. But I love this movie. Yeah. Um, I think this one is easily going to the next round. I don't even know that we need to talk too much more about it unless you disagree, Nicole. I just think like it's very no. obvious. To the, me, pa- the parent trap was found dead. Um, this movie is basically the parent trap with less fluff. Like there, it's no question. This is an iconic movie. Yeah, yeah. Especially the the big gooey messy burger is another quote that is just, like iconic for me of the, the sloppy. Oh jokes. god, I and a legendary that. food fight. Little... That food fight was so legendary. I yes. wanted to be a part of it. The eggs yeah. and the mac and mac and cheese. Oh yeah, sorry, mac and cheese. It was yellow and it looked like questionable looking mac and cheese. I will say, but it's camp food, so I guess you can't really argue too much. I always wanted to be a part um, of a food fight like that, but no, I feel, feel like my mom would kill me if she saw me with like noodles in my hair. Like I'd be getting a whooping when I got home. Lisa wasn't gum, right? Clarice. That's true. That's true. Poor Clarice. Clarice. Yeah, she was not. She didn't have the face structure. Like as somebody whose no. biggest irrational fear in life was getting a short haircut on America's Next Top Model during the makeovers, I felt for <laughs> Clarice. It looked, it wasn't just oh the short God. haircut though, because she could have rocked like a pixie cut and it would have been cute. It was the way they curled it. It looked Yeah, with the face awful. shape. Yeah, not cute. It was not for her. Not for her. Like, I, I, that I, getting older, I get it though. I get why she's going after a man with a lot of money. I don't dream of labor either. So like, good for her. Sucks that her dream <laughs> yeah. got taken over. But especially because Roger like lucked into money, he doesn't come from money, so you know True. he's like humble beginnings. You know he's like a good guy. Oh, that's um, peak, peak Do sexy. we want? So it takes two is moving on. Um, do we want to finish this side of the bracket first and then move to the other side, or do we want to continue the whole bracket and go back? How oh. do uh, the professionals do it? I don't fucking know. I don't watch. Sports. I feel like we go we go straight through. We go through because I feel straight like through. okay, it'll be easier to go through them uh, once we know what the whole bracket. That makes is. sense. Yeah. So we are moving on to our other side of the bracket, um, where we are starting off with um, 1998's Billboard Dad versus 2000's Our Lips Are Sealed. So 
Billboard Dad, for me, personally, was one that I had on VHS. I owned it, and I watched it like it was going off style. It was one of my favorites. It taught me how to scramble eggs. It taught me that their dad, Max, is a zaddy. Um, it taught me that I really wanted Mary-Kate and Ashley's hair and all the <laughs> iconic, like, bun, space bun work that they do. It taught me that having bangs was a cool thing. Um, I wow, lots movie. of lessons, Jess. Lots of lessons. Lots of it lessons. It taught me that I wanted the name Tess because I thought that was very cool. It is um, a cool name. Yeah. I love this movie. Yeah. Um, I would say some of the highlights for me was as an art appreciator, I like that the dad was a sculpturist. Um, the dad's assistant was obviously sketchy from the beginning. I Nigel. Nigel, uh, like the fake, and the fact that he has a fake British accent, like, excuse me, the fact that he's from Jersey, yeah, <laughs> that's what did it for me. Uh, yeah. So this in this movie, what we have here is another dead mom shocker. Number, what's the dead mom count, Nicole? I think we're officially up to two. I think there was a, a divorced father, and I was confusing that for dead mother. I don't know okay. how I could. Okay, so we have another, like, missing mother situation. And the girls see that the dad is, like, too focused on work and is a sad sack. So they ultimately decide to paint a Tinder... Paint on a billboard. Tinder-esque ad out for their dad. Please date my dad. He's a lonely fuck, but he's kind of rich. The thing is... Is I remember Will hearing me talk about this movie and how iconic it was for me. And he's like, how did they do the billboard? And I was like, you know, I don't remember. And I watched the movie and they climb up and paint this thing. I don't know where they got this massive photo of their dad to be able to put up on this billboard. But it was absolutely insane. Like FedEx Kinko's really slaps. Seriously. Would Nicole, would this work nowadays? If you had a zaddy and you put up a billboard saying date him, would you get as much mail? as the twins did i mean if you put it up over sunset boulevard like that's like a high traction area there's probably like some rich people living in the hills that are gonna Mm -hmm. see it like i think it's a foolproof strategy i I, but i get why he's not dating like i don't know why his daughters couldn't just respect the fact that he's like depressed and he just wants to make his sculptures and their dad their mom had only died like a year ago or something it hadn't been that long like he was obviously still grieving he can't even get ice cream at their like place that they always get it you know like leave the guy give the guy a minute and then yeah, we who have- cares about their dad getting laid that much i don't care about my parents sex life no weird they, they were too they were far too concerned with his sex life um and then we had the the, who turns out to be like their stepbrother later on the bleached hair this kid had the eyebrow ring the eyebrow mm-hmm. ring it of looked so thing. cheaply pierced like i know it was fake but like why was it like on the inside of his eyebrow it, was so like, that was it probably tra- it traveled too it was yeah. like it was it was in one yeah. here it was over here it's here <laughs> it's like they need to like Put a Sharpie mark on it and be like, no, well, like, this is where we need to keep it. Yeah. He wore um, jorts when he went diving. Can we, we need to stop down and talk about the jorts that he was wearing when he dove off of a diving board. Insane. Oh, yeah. Wait, so this is the one where there was a girl that was a diver and then there was a girl that was a surfer. Right. But the girl that was a surfer wanted to become a diver. 
like was a diving it team. was so yeah. confusing i was just like wait I couldn't keep track of which twin was the diver, but then they both became the diver. And then I was like, fucked. I was like, I don't know which one it was Mary which. Kate who played Tess, who was the good diver. And Ashley was Emily, was a who surfer. wasn't was a surfer. And she wasn't really as good at diving. But why does she care to be a diver? Because she has a crush on the lifeguard. Oh, of course. Who was also very cute. So then ultimately the dive competition came up to like Ashley and Ashley was like, "Okay, I got to be a good diver now or else I'm done. Right. Oh, so this is the first of like, would you say like this is the first movie of like the dynasty that becomes Mary Kay and Ashley films? I mean, Um, yes, this is like the first like location based one. I feel like. Mm hmm. You start once you can start painting them on a map where they are. Those are the ones that are iconic. And these are the ones where I'd say that like beyond it takes two. Maybe it, but it takes two was more. It's New York budget for me. Yeah, yeah. I would just say that like Billboard Dad was the first one where the twins are like really in their element in their acting element right like I think Mm -hmm. when they're really young they're just like repeating lines that people told them. And here is where I felt like they were actually like acting. I don't How know. Dare I just you have act, a fondness yeah. for Billboard Dad. Yeah, like the the piano scene in It Takes Two where Mary-Kate improvises a, a chopping solo. Like, that's acting. Like, that's better no, acting I meant than besides, anything here. Besides, so I'd say that It Takes Two is the only one that is is definitely feels like a, a real movie, whereas the rest of the left side of the bracket okay. feels very young. And I think that once you get to the right side, they're kind of more in their element. They're really they have their their dynasty, right? Okay, this is the Mary Kate and Ashley era. Um, I love right. Billboard Dad. Okay, I don't think it was as good as I remembered it, though. In my personal opinion, I thought that like this was one of the ones I did watch a lot, and I remember it being better than it was. I mm. like I think that there's just something about like you know them like. Forcing their dad to date and Nigel like selling counterfeits of their sculptures and the fact that we got like, you know, this is the first one like where the girls start getting interested in boys, right? Mm -hmm. Like every single one of these movies, the girls have their own love interest and like one of the girls is interested in the lifeguard. The other girls was is she interested in her not her stepbrother right no she no there's the boy that likes her and like hasn't told her yet <gasps> oh right the one that and helps he, them like create he the raps. billboard do you don't remember him rapping please sarah come on iconic uh, i don't know I, like i just think that like i think that it's not necessarily that they like are anxious to get their dad to sleep with some random woman it's like they want him to be happy i and think they, they want a mom which is well, kind of sad. Mom. They want a mom too, but I feel like they just want her, their dad to be happy. All he does is work, work, work. They, he doesn't go surfing yeah. with them anymore. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go to get ice cream with them anymore. He yeah. wants them, you know, they want him to be to be happy. And I thought that that's like a cute plot line for the movie. I I personally feel like it held up in my eyes. But Nicole, was this one of the ones that you rewatched a lot as a kid or no? Well, when you put it like that, this is a dark movie. Like I did watch it a lot as a kid. I feel like... It held mm-hmm. up fine like this. Um, when we put it direct up to our lips are sealed, we'll see if it holds up. I thought it was, yeah, fine. Tess Tyler, also the name of the iconic character in Camp Rock who plays the villain, Tess Tyler. Um, iconic name recognition mm-hmm. there. 
Um, yeah, I, but do, we didn't talk about this. Imagine going on a date and you bring your friend as like an emergency support, support person. Oh and my then your God. date ends up leaving with them. That's horrible. That's traumatic. Yeah, the, the friend, get, the boy gets Birdie, stuck. Is that her name? terrible. Yeah, poor Birdie. Um, and also for a movie named Billboard <sighs> Dad, not enough billboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they only spend like five minutes two. on the billboard more... part if you really think about it yeah yeah um do we like the eye doctor woman that the dad ultimately ends up with she's fine do we like her mm-hmm. she's the yeah. reason why she's, they even have nice. a diving storyline so we have to appreciate her mm-hmm. yeah i thought she was, fine. she was fine she was fine fine she was fine yeah like right. i don't yeah I but I did like the uh, art art aspect of it all. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot of like sabotage with like uh, the recording system of the yeah. like very advanced in very advanced. Yeah, I love the Nigel storyline. I thought he was a good villain, and like him tricking everybody, I thought was like a fun plot line. I don't know. We can move on to talking about our our lips are sealed now, if you want. So. Um, our Lips Are Sealed was one of the movies that I watched a lot as a kid. A lot, a lot. So I have, I think, like, this and one other is probably my most viewed Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. And the nostalgia for me was there. Like, this movie was good, guys. Like, really, really good. So these girls witness a crime and they get put into the witness protection program. And but the thing is, is they're blabbermouths, guys. Yeah. So they wind up going all over the country. They go to Texas, Seattle, the Amish country, Florida, Hawaii, Milwaukee, Alaska, like everywhere. And ultimately, they ran out of places in the U.S. So they get shipped off to Australia. And I don't know, like, I, it was just, like, such, like, a vibe, like, such, like, a summery vibe. Like, just what do you, what are your first thoughts on Our Lips Are Sealed? So this is not one I rewatched a lot. I've seen it a few times. I wouldn't say I've seen How, it. How, why? <laughs> it, it just wasn't, it wasn't one that I, I mean, to be honest, it probably just wasn't one I had on, on VHS. The ones that I owned, I watched a lot more, and this just wasn't one of them. I like it. I think it's a fun plot line. Like, I think it's kind of original, right? Like, you have somebody witness a crime. They have to go into witness protection, but they can't keep their mouths shut. So they have to be, like, shipped all over the place. Mm-hmm. I love, I mean, I always love the storylines of, I mean, we need to talk about for a second how unrealistic my expectations were that every time I went on a family vacation, I was going to fall in love as a kid. Like, these <sighs> movies really set me up for failure there. Oh, my God. Like, I wait. fully expected yes. to, like, fall in love anytime I went anywhere because that is what Mary-Kate and Ashley taught me that was going to happen, you know? This is why I was looking for love when I went on Birthright. And this is what <sighs> fucked me up. Yes, and it never <sighs> happened. It never happened. I never fell in love with a cute French boy. I never. No. N- no one ever was like, oh, my God, I've no. had a crush on you for years and never told you. That never happened to me. No. But anyway, um, this movie was good. I, I think it's a great plot line. Um, I think the problem is that, like, for a lot of people, myself included, Sarah, I'm sure, Nicole, you too, like, the nostalgia is going to carry the day for a lot of us when we're trying to pit these against each other. And for me, this nostalgia is not there for this movie as much as it is for others. 
Nicole, what are your thoughts? So Our Lips Are Sealed was the one that uh, I watched more than Billboard Dad, definitely. I believe I had it on DVD, but they definitely had it at my local library. You know, I was checking in with my little card, trying to swipe and get some books and some movies. Saving your coin for the future. (laughs) Of course, like four-year-old me didn't have an allowance. Are you joking? This movie (laughs) made me really think that everybody in Australia had a kangaroo. Um, Um, And that they were cool. Yeah, and that, that they, they were, were cool. like awesome people, like that much cooler sexy, than I ever was. Tall, yes. blonde. Like this movie made me want to be blonde, have a boyfriend with a puka shell necklace, and go surfing <laughs> at the beach all day. Yeah, like it's it was just vibes. It was the mafia too. Like the fact that this movie was tied into the Sopranos, it was like uh, that the dudes yeah. in the movie they were come from the country called You're Ugly. I just thought that was hysterical. Mm-hmm. This movie was funny, right? Yeah. Like, wasn't it? And it broke the fourth it, wall. I loved it, how they broke the fourth wall, like, every fifth second. I thought it was so I cute. love that, too. They were talking directly to the camera. Um, I thought that, like, every character, like, like, even the mom was funny. Like, she had her own personality. I liked the fact that, you know, they have, like, their own individual boys. I liked the fact that, like, we had a full circle moment with, like, the mean popular girl. But at the end, they were still, even though they chose to go off with the surfers and not the popular crowd, they still let um, Victoria, like, come and hang out with them at their, like, beach. I thought that was great. Like, you know... You know, I'm not going to, you know, be mean like we were like you're mean. I'll still let you come um, to the mean beach like this. I like the fact that at the end, like the surfer girl was actually an FBI agent in disguise. Like that was Mm -hmm. a plot twist. Yeah, you can definitely tell they've like aged and gotten more complicated plot lines by this point because like this is two years later, right? Billboard Dead is 98 and this is 2000. So they've definitely aged a bit in that uh, in that time period. Um, I think we know Sarah's going to pick Our Lips Are Sealed and I think we know I'm going to pick Billboard Dad. Oh, I'm not denying that. I'm just saying that like, again, I totally admit that my nostalgia is what weighs me. And not only that, but like the platform sandals, the hair from Billboard Dad, like all of that for me was very iconic and very influential in the way I wanted to dress. And I wanted to had iconic fashion as well. Oh, I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm just saying that specifically Billboard Dad was what made me want to dress like like a surfer like I wanted to wear a bathing suit with boys like surf trunks on the bottom because of billboard dad like it's just too influential for me personally for me not to choose it and I think if our lips are sealed wins I do think it will be an upset I think that people really love billboard dad but Nicole we'll leave it up to you to decide which Nicole it's up to you I can't I mean just remember the yacht scene Remember yeah, no, all I personally want to do in life is party in the, at the beach in a crop top. So I have to go with our lips are sealed. I just, I, yeah, I feel like I don't know I'm how just you telling you, that I coming. think that people love Billboard Dad. So I think it's an upset. I think sad people like Billboard Dad. I would say, sad guys. People, yeah, it's if, kind of a depressing movie. <laughs> I would say if you want to have fun on a Saturday night, watch Our Lips Are Sealed. If you want to wear neon colors and sunnies then watch our lips are sealed if you want to hang out with a kangaroo watch our lips are sealed kangaroos are dangerous if you want to go species (laughs) i love how the twins a love surfing but b 
be. They love a jet ski. It's like, when can we get the jet skis in this movie? Like, pronto. Lots of jet skis, yeah. Lots of jet skis. Um, okay, so our lips are sealed. This moving on. Um, next up, we are going to both movies in 1999. We have Passport to Paris and Switching Goals. Um, switching Goals. Let's start there. This mm-hmm. movie I had big issues with. We always feel the need to force one of the twins, always Mary-Kate, to be the sporty one. And Ashley is always the girly girl who can't play sports. Their dad. So for those who don't remember this movie, um, Mary-Kate's character is super sporty. She's really good at soccer. Uh, Ashley's character is Emma. And she sucks at sports. And all she wants is for her dad to pay attention to her because all she could do is be fashionable and get boys. And, of course, the girls want to be like each other. Well, the dad is a complete fucking dick. And he's like, I don't want a co-ed soccer team. No, girls can't play or boys can't play with us, blah, blah, blah. They have a draft for the children. The children. Yeah, like a schoolyard draft. That's very, I mean, I'm a victim of a schoolyard draft. And those those scars burn deep. I will never forget being picked last at gym class for dodgeball. I don't mind a, a pick em if it's not in front of the kids. So when I played baseball when I was a kid, they did do a schoolyard pick, but it, it was with the coaches like behind the scenes. And you didn't know like who, what order anybody was oh, picked Oh, you in. knew. You knew. Oh, I was definitely like drafted first a lot. But point oh my being God. that <sighs> this is fucked up because they do it in front of everybody. And the mom gets involved and she's like, you have to pick Emma because her feelings are hurt and you need to draft her First, except not the good one, not the, uh, Mary Kate's character, Sam, who's actually better at soccer. Mm-hmm. Tell me this was problematic for you as well, Nicole. Why did the parents care that much who wins the co-ed soccer league? At the end of the day, I would want to be on like the loser coaches team because at least they get pizza at practice. Like, I don't know. They took this way too seriously for me to feel comfortable. Wait, yeah. The best thing about soccer was legit. Um, the oranges at the games. The best thing about softball was legit going to the little kiosk after the games and getting free ice cream. And the best thing about volleyball was legit the free t-shirts. Like, oh, I love a free fuck t-shirt. Sports. I was going to say, Sarah had bad experiences with sports, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I loved getting the like uh, hot dog and fries and stuff after a baseball game. Um, yeah, like this is it's just like really fucked up. And then, of course, like Sam really likes a guy but doesn't know how to speak to guys. So Emma helps her um, like pretend to be Emma for a date. It was like a whole convoluted story. But this movie was actually it was not one of the ones I ever watched as a kid. I wasn't interested in soccer at all. So I never watched this one. But I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Like I was engaged with it more than I thought I would. Um, that being said, I feel like it has an uphill battle against Passport to Paris. Yeah. How is the mom in, the, in Switching Goals a therapist? How does she marry a <laughs> man of such low value? Uh, yeah, no, she definitely lowered her standards to marry the old, like, sports equipment shop yeah, guy. Yeah, he's hot, right. but, like, he doesn't have money, so it's not really adding up to me. <laughs> um, yeah, my biggest terrible. concern was Emma's nails. During soccer practice, um, she broke a nail. I was very upset for her. Um, 
it's not good when you have to play sports with nice nails. But hey, at the she's end of the child. day, she's the goalie. So she probably broke a lot more nails trying to yeah. knock some balls. So ultimately, Sam realizes that Emma is a good goalie. And then yeah. she Emma has to go in the goalie. I don't want to be in the goalie. Do you think that I want balls kicked in my face? That is risky I mean, balls for my in nails. Your face are never a, a good <laughs> risky for my nails. Risky for my teeth. Risky for my nose. I don't want to be the goalie. Don't put me there. But Emma has a natural talent. So she but gets the, to go there. The other issue is that like, can we have a movie where just one of the twins has a love interest? Because this whole, con- this story was so convoluted with all of a sudden, you know, Emma is is going to date the, co- the other goalie. Like, why? Why did this need to happen? It was so forced no, they, at the end. I mean, they liked each other the whole time. Like, there was, it like, was a so teasing stupid. aspect like it, of it. It was just a forced storyline, in I my think, opinion. Okay. I think that, you know what? I'm going to say something. If the girl, if Emma really wants to be on the pizza team, then, like, let her be on the pizza team. Let her be on the pizza team. Mm-hmm. Is the issue is that it's, like, technically cheating because Willard... Um, had like a good pick and it was because the drafting. Yeah, the coaches are way too serious about it. Yeah, why can't they just quit? I think that that would solve everything. We wouldn't have a movie, but it would solve why? everything. I know. I because like the parents Emma, would never let them quit. Emma has too much going on. Like, why does Emma want to play? She was like, they were like, oh yeah, like tomorrow, Emma. There was like soccer practice or soccer tryouts. Do you want to go? Like, and Emma was like, she I needs, guess. she wants her dad's affection. He's far too consumed with Mary Kate's character. That is the problem. She should sign up for golf. They're very easy on the nails. No one wants to play golf. Some people like, do. No one wants to fuck anybody that plays play golf. golf. Some people do. Mm. I would um, look really cute in a golf shirt. Like a little golf yes. skirt, actually. Like with, like, yes. Little, yeah, yes. With a little plaid. Adorable. That is not sign my vibe. Me up. That Badminton? How about some bad? <gasps> oh, like a Heathers. Like, you know, like in Heathers, they play. Croquet, that's the sport for Emma. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Moving on to Passport to Paris. Okay. Um, this one I had on VHS. And this yeah. one, along with Billboard Dad, is probably the one I have seen the most often. I can quote it. Um, I the, the scene with the one French character, not Michelle, who I had a crush on, but the other guy. Um, when he's like, the French girls, they walk like this. And he does the like walk. Oh, and that goes, was so funny. Bonjour. The, yeah. Oh, my Bonjour. God. Oh, my Bonjour. God. Yeah, that I used that to was, say far I too love much. that part. Yeah. He is so funny. Um, I had a huge crush on Michelle. We have the iconic, iconic slang, the S&C snooze and cruise. Um, the fashion in this movie, first of all, I had one of those crossover backpacks. We had the black and the pink, or excuse me, the blue and the pink matching crossover backpacks with the pocket for the sunglasses. Mm-hmm. We have the pink lenses of the sunglasses and the blue, like yes. circular, like, yeah. uh, what is it? Is it John Lennon wears those like circular glasses? Yes. Um, the hair clips. The hair in general. This is the movie I was talking about, Sarah, when I told you I made me want to cut my hair. This length no. of hair is Don't cut so your hair. cute. No, 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 no. I no, love I it. You know. The we have like the French chef with the ketchup, ketchup, um, and the hamburger. Like so good, so good. But yeah, somehow I'm- this movie has no French people in it, despite being a movie completely. In <laughs> oh, Paris. so they're all Americans it's- acting like they're Wait, French. The chef is not French. I'm pretty sure they're all American. I mean, with no. those accents. 
No, I'm fairly certain he because his name and when I was watching the end before we get to the bloopers, which every single movie has bloopers. Um, I'm pretty sure his name was French, but um, sorry, Nicole, Is, go ahead. What are your thoughts on Passport to Paris? I mean, that's yeah. Like if nobody in this movie speaks French, they just have like a very French accent. It seems kind of offensive. They meet a supermodel in the middle of the city. That seems Brigitte. like why were they unsupervised? Brigitte. I love the Brigitte and Jeremy scenes like 10 out of 10, like loved it. Loved Brigitte. Like she was my my bitch back in the day. I was like, you're the coolest. You're the prettiest. Like I worship you. This was, I think, our first like Mary Kate and Ashley iconic shopping trip. Uh, yes. Part, right. Um, love their shopping trips. Whenever there's like a makeover or a shopping trip, like I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love how their parents send them to Paris uh, to get cultured, and their idea of getting cultured is like riding around on Vespas and kissing cute boys <laughs> and like having a fight with baguettes in front of the Eiffel Tower. Like, I mean, that's culture to me. Never. But I don't know if that's yeah. what their parents yeah. particularly ne- signed up for. <laughs> yeah, and the 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 number of bandanas in this movie is truly outrageous. Uh huh. Um, like honestly, it's it's all about the hairography in a lot of these movies, and there's so much hairography in this movie. Yes, um, I love like the whole plot line of their grandpa just being like the French ambassador and having like no time for their his granddaughter at all. But then mm-hmm. like ultimately realizing that his granddaughters are smart and educated and like have their own opinions and are like are their own selves and he really needs to get to know them and he comes around on them the state dinner at the end where we're like fighting for the clean water act like hello like yeah with all the diplomats like how forward thinking like this is great their dresses in that scene as well like the black and the red oh i loved them like iconic i can't like oh the leather jackets too that they wear throughout this movie honestly like all of the fashion in this movie is iconic for me but um I don't is know. this the movie where they had like the sugar sugar song sugar sugar yes yes that i that song is your head like forever. it's it's everything sugar, yeah. sugar, and how have we not do. mentioned the louvre when they go to the louvre and they do the tour and it's all in cgi it looked like it was filmed on like a powerpoint <laughs> it was horrible it was horrible <laughs> Oh, yeah. All these scenes, all these opening scenes with like the plane flying to other places or like the digital like aim and like the databases. They're all terrible. All awful. The headsets of them like talking to their friends while doing dishes. I was like, if I could have had that. Oh, my God. Um, Yes. That was everything, too, where they're like gossiping on their headsets. Mm -hmm. That was split ends. (gasps) <gasps> that was probably the most iconic thing where they looked at the split ends under the microscope. Like, do you like ever since I saw that movie, I was obs- I've been obsessed always with split ends. It ruins me. I like you know, always biology, look for split ends. When they gave us the micro microscope, that was the first thing I did was check yes. if it had split ends. And then yes. I immediately went to the lemon tree the next day. Chopped that shit <laughs> off my head. So, yeah. Yeah, Nicole, you have balayage. So how often are you looking for your split ends? Because I'm always looking for my split ends. So this is like a year and a half grown out balayage. My hair is all split ends because I am not leaving to go get a haircut in the age of COVID. And in Brooklyn, like getting a haircut's like $100. Like I did not like, maybe I am the gentrifier oh, and I'm yes. suffering from the effects of gentrification, but I'm still mad about it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, whenever I do see a split end, it really does ruin my day. And it's basically because Mary Kane Ashley told me that I'm less than for having split ends. Passport to Paris. What a rough is like time a peak for you, guide Sarah. on culture. Yes. So I think, I think Jess this is, is officially me. getting over my girliness. Like she's the MK and I'm the Ashley. And yeah, she's I don't like, care. I don't care about why do you care about broken nails? Why do you care about split ends? I don't care about it. It's because these popular girls when I was I just trimmed them yesterday. When I was ten, these girls told me that I had to be a certain way or else I was And you never learned any better, huh? But look at the nails. These (laughs) are my birthday nails, bitch. Like, tell me they're not good. Anyway, moving on. I assume we're picking passport to Paris here. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I'm I'm picking switching goals. No, I'm joking. Yeah, okay. Right. I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Goals to passport to Paris. That's the goal she wants. <laughs> so, uh-huh. No, no, no. I chose passport to Paris. Okay. Yeah, clean sweep. So, congratulations, passport to Paris. Moving on to the European corner, uh, we have Winning London, which is a 2001 film, up against Winning Rome, 2002. Um, Winning London. So basically, the premise is. Chloe, who is the driven one of the twins, um, is the leader. By, no, oh, no. By Mary Wait, Kate. it's MK, Mary Kate. Actually, they switched roles this time around. No, 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 no. She is on her high school's Model UN team, and they are going to London to perform in a competition. Um, Chloe, or excuse me, the other one, Ashley's character, Lydia. joins Riley. them. Oh, wait, no. Hold on. Riley. What are you talking about? Are you talking, talking about, about the wrong movie here? <laughs> no. For legit half this movie, I wrote down her name as Lydia, and then I realized that it was Riley. I don't. That's know not even I, close. I don't know where I got Lydia from. There's oh an L goodness. in anyway, both of them. They, it's close enough. <laughs> they have a model UN competition. Chloe ends up falling in love with this British guy who's also in the model UN, and Riley is obsessed with like her childhood crush. Who is like dumb as a box of rocks. Let's be real. He seems pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> and of course, because two romances aren't enough, we need to have the th- the third wheels on both for both sections mm-hmm. also fall in love with each other on this trip. Bucket hats galore. Just saying. My favorite. Uh-huh. And the long yeah. leather trench coats. Oh, when Mary Kate yes. was like walking through London waiting for um, James to meet her. I was like, I want to be her so bad. And she yes. skipped her Model UN final performance. So I was in Model UN. So I have a lot to say about this movie. Were you I met really? my boyfriend Larry at Model UN in college. So like that's really? our little cute meat story. Yeah. Uh, Model UN was not this fun. I did join Model UN just to drink and to go out after the <laughs> things. But we didn't have like... In the hostage situation, like, you had to write out what you would do to get the hostages back. Like, if someone, like, went and just got the hostages from the other room, that would not have flown. But it made UN look a lot more fun. So it probably, like, upped the numbers around the country by a lot of people attending these conferences. Um, Jess, were you ever in Model UN? No, no, I was not. Um, This, yeah... No, I don't know that I would have had that much fun. I feel like I would have been better if I went on to like debate team or something because I like to talk and argue. I don't know that Model UN would have been for me. Really? I thought that this was more like I felt like it was your vibe. Like the mm. best part of this movie for me was the shopping trip. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Yeah, this movie Who's really surprised? just was like eighty percent tourism with music behind it, which I vibe with. I, yeah. I've never been to London, yeah. and I don't really yeah. have to go now. No, we saw a lot of London because they got China. Like, was there was a mix up? They were supposed to have China. Brazil had China, so mm-hmm. then they like gave up China for Brazil's like fancy room, and then they wound up with UK instead. And then instead of like studying facts, they're like, "What better way to learn about the uh, about England than like exploring England?" Yeah. And then it was just like a tour of England. But um, there was like so much going on. There was a lord in here, like there was got yeah a romance with the lord. I did like the fashion. I thought that like the trench coats and all the fashion the was very coats, good. Yeah. Um, the suits I at thought, the end when they roll up to meet the Lord what in was the suits that? and they pretended like like they invented drag being a drag king. Oh Mary my Kay god! And Ashley, yes. And the, the problem. The problem for me is that like they don't really pass as men in my opinion. Like they're no. they're still wearing like tons of makeup. Which normally, again, this is like the 90s or early 2000s, like men wouldn't be wearing all of that makeup, at least back then. And like their hair, they didn't even do a good job trying to hide their hair because it's like in a a bun at the back. But the guy, the Lord, wasn't wearing his glasses. How could he tell? That's okay. Fair. Um. So this was totally like Amanda Bynes, like she's the man vibes, whereas like not like you can tell that she was totally um, they were totally girls, but it's fine. It's fine. But it really this like really brought us on like an adventure. Um. There was a lot going on. Yeah, this one is. This one is fine. It wasn't like I said. It wasn't one of the ones that I like rewatched a lot as a kid. Um, I like that. I like having the setting being London. I think that's fun. Having an mm-hmm. excursion overseas is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to move on to when in Rome? Yeah, I also wanted to say that the so little time song played like twenty times in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, okay, so little time, so much to do, blah, 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 Yeah, that was a lot. Mm-hmm. And this was the second movie, or maybe it was the third movie. Like, now we started, like, the bloopers at the end of the movie phase. Like, right, Nicole? Like, they're, we got bloopers in, at the end of all these movies. And they're always fun. Yeah, I feel like we got some at the end of Billboard Dad, like this classic era. Yeah. And the bloopers are like never like even the funniest things. It's like someone like tripping over their words and being like, oh, I guess we got to do that again. Or like What's line, line, line. What's yeah. my line? What's my line? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, when in Rome, right? The tough thing about this movie is like when the Lizzie McGuire movie is right there, why don't I just choose that one? Oh, that's a that's good fair. point. Mm-hmm. Like I that movie like, made me want to go to Rome. Like, I don't remember this movie. Yeah, I think that the problem with like the like the winning London of it all is when you have one in Rome and you have like Paolo and like other like cute foreign boys. Like I feel like I'd rather have that than like. Uh, Riley who's in love with like another American you know what I mean like give me the foreign romance like I'm much more for mm. that which happens in when in Rome okay that's so fair. when in Rome the the girls have internships and um for like a fashion company which is very fun 
Charlie, who is played by Mary Kate, is the um, who is she? Who is she? So she is. Is she the photographer? No. Layla's the photographer. Yeah, Mary Kate's the sketcher. Yeah. And they both have interest in fashion. We have um, like this girl, German girl, Heidi, who's like a saboteur. They eventually get fired from their internship for fucking up too much. I mean, can't can you get fired from an internship? They're unpaid interns. I was an unpaid intern for about two years, like, or a year. I mean, you know, that's kind of what you expect when you are an unpaid intern, that there is some mishaps. Um, ultimately, the espresso is what sent um, what's-his-face over the edge, tor- Tortini, right, Jess? Like, Tortellini? Tortellini. <laughs> he, he is uh, a psychopath, and... Uh, and uh, a backstabber. Yeah. I do like the like aspect of having the romance between the adults in this one. I think that's like a fun addition where we don't have that in the in winning London. Um, I really actually, liked- you know what? I if this whole entire movie was Hammond, who is the CEO of this fashion company mm-hmm. and like the I forget what the other girl's name is, but she's like the the intern manager or something manager. If the whole movie was just about them, then I think I would have liked it better. Like, give me that movie. I liked that aspect of it. Like, oh, like you've been my assistant for like 20 years and we've always liked each other, but it's not been like the right time. But Mm -hmm. now, like what's stopping us if we've loved each other for this long? Like, I was full in, right, Nicole? Like, so this you're was saying a good plot. you want less Mary Kate and Ashley? <laughs> yeah, maybe I want less Mary Kate and Ashley in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> in this, in this Mary Kate and Ashley movie, maybe less MKA for me. Yeah, I think honestly, I think this is the part of the bracket that I had the least amount of opinions on. Like, I don't have a strong vibe on like which one I like more i think i would go with when in rome over winning london but i don't have like a strong vibe on it what about what about you sarah my initial instinct was when in rome but when i'm thinking about it like there there was a lot of like shenanigans that happened in winning london but um once again it's like give me give me the 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 fashion the fashion hour. Like I want to see you shop and I did get that from both movies. So I'm feeling like a little like undecided as well. But like Nicole, do you have a strong feeling for winning London as a post uh, model UNer? See, the thing that's tough is that I went into this bracket thinking that when in Rome was going to win like overwhelmingly but then like winning london was was good like it was better than i thought it was going to be i thought there were a lot of shenanigans and the fashion and one in rome i feel like is lacking for a movie that is based off of two people that are fashionable i don't yeah. think that either of these are even going to see the light of day past the final eight i mean that's but, a great point yeah that's a good point maybe we shouldn't waste too much time okay, i'm comfortable so doing winning london if me, you guys okay. yeah, feel that's that. what i want to okay. do Okay, okay, so that's what we're going to do. Let's move forward winning London. Yes. Um, next up, 
we have uh, Holiday in the Sun from 2001 versus New York Minute in 2004. Now, New York, like most of these movies are like direct TV, you know, direct to video or TV movies. Now, New York Minute was like a full on movie. So and you can tell and like you the, can tell the quality yes. difference is you can tell. Yes. Um. Yes. Should we so, start with Holiday in the Sun? Yes, let's start with Holiday in the Sun. This movie, the girls, Madison and Alex, they're from Illinois. They're whisked away to the Bahamas for a winter break. They're disappointed they didn't get to go to Hawaii <laughs> with their friends. And to that, I say, the fucking privilege. I know. If my parents were like, let's go to the Bahamas, I'd be like, no question, sign me up, bitch. But Atlantis, like, Atlantis is no, this is bullshit. expensive. <laughs> but the whole movie, like, 30 minutes into the movie, they were still, like, complaining about not going to Hawaii. Um, I'm like, girl, girls. that's the resort with the water slide. Like, I was waiting yes, the whole movie for right. them to get to the water slide. Like, how could you right. not be excited about that? I know. Yeah. They, I mean, these girls are privileged, and they are rich, rich. They even get their own suite at Atlantis. Ridiculous to me. Like, uh-huh. the, it was... And it, ugh, this movie made me so angry because they're so privileged. We're talking... We're, we're now in the low rider uh, jeans segment of the podcast, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. We are there. We are full on... Eyeliner on your bottom uh, lash line and lip gloss all the way. That is the era of um, 2000 that we are in. And these girls are so freaking privileged. And Madison, who's Mary Kate's character, of course, they're there with like another family who has like a sassy younger sister, of course, because you need that in every movie. And the older brother has had a crush on Mary Kate um, this like his whole life or whatever. My problem was... When he finally, like, reveals it to her, he's like, you know how people have hobbies? Well, my oh, hobby no. is you. Oh, that was so like, gross. That's, that's gross. No, I was no, like, no, bro, no, get no. a fucking hobby. Like, that's stalkery. You don't say that to somebody. This like, movie yeah. was the one movie that I was very confused about everybody. I was confused which twin was which. I was confused about which love interest was which. I mixed up the names again, like halfway through the movie, like 75 minutes in, I realized that the love interest is named is not. I thought his name was Keegan, but turns out his name was um, not Jordan. Jordan was the other one. Um. So then there was Scott. Wait, no, maybe it doesn't it was, matter. It doesn't it matter. Doesn't, Griffin. No, I wrote 45 minutes in. I thought this kid's name was Keegan. His name is fucking Griffin. I'm starting what to think hell? this is a you problem because no, like, those names are not anywhere close to one another. No, I mean, very confusing. I couldn't tell like which whose love of interest was who. The biggest issue with this movie is that the twins don't their personalities are not different they're they have very similar yeah. personalities that's probably why most movies they're like let's make them so different so everyone yeah. can like figure it out but, but yeah. these two they were so similar right nicole yeah like the fact that madison was mary kate and the one with an a was ashley was the only thing that could make me tell Alex. the difference between the two yeah. of them and then, like, yeah. the dude that they end up chasing after was not hot. The only good thing about this movie was the Megan Fox cameo, which was legendary. Oh, yeah, Brianna, Brianna Wallace, Wallace is that bitch. Was a, 
was a bad bitch. She was like, she legitimately was like, I get what I want. And what I want is whoever. (laughs) That ugly guy. I just think he. Jordan. And I'm going to get Jordan. It was mulletish and I couldn't stand it. Um. Yeah, this I movie I just got very annoyed the entire time because they seemed very privileged to me. And I was just, honestly, I was not really into it. I will say that this movie had the best mu- soundtrack. It had a very good soundtrack. I mean, it had you Island in the Sun so? by Weezer, and that was really about it, though. I feel like that's what, where. That's yeah, how I feel. I, I liked that movie. That was definitely on my iPod Nano back in the day. Um. Yeah, what are your thoughts, Nicole? Do you have any other thoughts to add about Holiday in the Sun before we move on to New York Minute? I just thought it was so iconic that they, like, went to the teen club. Like, I feel like that song that they listened to in the teen club, they had the band <gasps> yes! there. And, like, they were on Lizzie McGuire, too, right? Yes, Play. Yeah, it was that band, I think, it was called Play. And the teen club, if you've never been on, A, a cruise, or, B, a resort, and did not go to the teen club, then you have not lived, girl. Like, the teen club is the place to be, and there's always shit going down at the teen club. Um, Always a rager. I, like, Nicole, like, tell me, like, that's when you're scoping for the guys at the teen club on a cruise. Oh, always. And the fact it's that like, I was like the oldest cousin, like my sister is like the second oldest cousin besides me and she's five years younger than me. So I would have to go by myself, scour for the boys. And I remember the one time that I actually like found someone to get with. Like I he, I found out that he was friends with somebody I knew at home and he was like, yeah, that kid's weird. Like, don't do anything. I was like, great. Oh, great. And then like the, you get your strawberry daiquiris at the teen club or your pina colada and you feel like you're that bitch. Like, I'm I so drunk. the ship. I'm drunk. Walking I'm so through. drunk over my my virgin strawberry daiquiris. With like, my you have 12, no 15 clue. curfew. <laughs> oh, my 12. Oh, my gosh. That's too this late. It's like 1130. So lit. It's Yeah, only like a thousand calories per drink, but I'm going to like take down five of these because you're so and then like you go then you go tanning by the beach and it's just like a whole vibe. And yeah, that's when um, that's definitely when you also make up a fake name (gasps) so that like they don't know you, but they know you. So then they're calling you like my fake name back on these trips was always Kiki, Kiki. which like such a reveal Kiki such a like, you know, that that's a fake name. Like, not, like, there's no girl in 2004 named Kiki. That's Kiki, for sure. Kiki, do you love me? Are you writing? The words of Prophet Drake, 16-8. And then the end of it, it's like, when you guys separate, you're like, okay, like, I'm going to email you. Like, I promise I'll email you and we'll aim. And you never speak to each other again. Oh. You had to uh, be there, Jess. You had like to be fanfic. there. Apparently. Um, moving on to New York Minute. <laughs> just like I've never been in teenage love life. Um, um, yeah. We have... Oh. This is like the, the biggest movie of them all. Like in terms of budget. Um, we have sisters. Jane, who's Ashley Olsen. And she's like an update overachiever. We have Roxy, who's like punk rock. Loves to play the drums. They don't see to eye to eye. Another dead mom. 
Um, they live with their widower father, Dr. Drew, Dr. Drew (laughs) on Long Island. Um, and they are venturing into New York City because Jane has to deliver some kind of speech for like some college scholarship and Roxy needs to give her demo to Simple Plan. Um, lots of famous faces. We saw Eugene Eugene Levy. Levy, My favorite. Chase them down. There was a dog. There was okay. Jared Padalecki from Supernatural. Yes, he was the love interest of Ashley Olsen. Um, honestly, th- I had never seen this movie. I've oh. never seen it. I mean, I think by the time that it had come out, I was like kind of, I mean, I was older, so I wasn't really as much into like Mary Kate and Ashley as I was when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I actually really enjoyed the fashion in this movie because it was very early 2000s. Like you have like the low rider, yeah. like cut up jeans with like the flip flops. Um, mm-hmm. She's like super punk rock, like Avril Lavigne. She even quotes Avril Lavigne. Oh, my God. Movie. Yes. Yes. Iconic. Um, and then Ashley is like the uptight one, which I definitely would have been like her entire like cl- closet is organized by color. She's just so fed up with her sister. Um, I really, I enjoyed this movie much more than I thought I would. Nicole, you had a big reaction when I said I haven't seen it. Were you, was this movie that was like iconic for you? I mean, I saw this movie in the theaters. Maybe it's because it's based in New York and like I was able to follow how like geographically inaccurate this movie was. I was like, so they get dropped off by City Hall and then they're in Chinatown, which is realistic. But they think that the Plaza Hotel is across from Madison Square Park. Like that's incorrect. (laughs) Like I was a stickler You were mapping out the whole movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the fact that like they keep getting random liquids thrown on them. Like, on a hot day in New York City, like, that shit oh. would have me really angry. Like, good for them for sneaking into a hotel and taking a shower. I don't know how they did that. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like, when they were in the sewer, I was, like, praying for them. Because that is not a situation <laughs> where you want to be yeah, in New York City. Uh, yeah. No, like, this movie was definitely better than I was anticipating it to be. Because I think that this movie is kind of like Mary Kay and Ashley's, like, punching bag movie. Like, people attribute their downfall to New York Minute. But honestly, aside from a couple of big issues that I had with this movie, I didn't think it was bad at all. Um, Some things that I had issues with is... The dog stuff. I was at, we're a dog lover. We're dog lovers on this pod. Mm -hmm. And I don't agree with the treatment of this Chinese crusted baby, Mm -hmm. like being thrown out a window, being like, you know, Bopped and abused. This Does it make it feel any better that when Mary Kate jumps into the audience to crowd surf that the dog is so clearly a stuffed animal dog? Like, it's very <laughs> obvious if you, like, I watched it on one time speed yeah. and I was like, oh, that is literally a stuffed dog that she's throwing in the air for this, like, half of a second yeah. clip. But I saw it. And when I they're mean, throwing the dog in each, at each other, it is, and they're, like, tossing it around. Like, it was absolutely insane to watch, yeah. Yeah, I guess it does make me feel better. I just felt very bad for the dog. Like, I did Mm -hmm. not like the dog stuff at all. Like, I didn't like that, like, the woman was wanting to, like, cut the microchip out of the dog. I didn't like that the dog, like, was brought all over the New York City. Like, I just felt, like, really bad for the dog. And is there there some, like questionable problematic pieces to this movie i mean yeah at times. yeah the whole yeah yeah we didn't talk about 
other instances of problematic in other movies like when Mary Kay and Ashley drop a chicken wing into a man's like a homeless man's like suitcase while he's playing the suit the saxophone yeah this movie is yes. definitely yeah. one of the more problematic the, the, uh, ones the uh, indigenous his in, performance yeah should not yeah. be not be discussed mm-hmm. yeah i felt uncomfortable with that i felt uncomfortable with like their makeover scene yeah at, yeah that, yeah, one too. that was bad at, that was particularly bad but it's like do those problematic aspects for me like in the overall movie of new york minute which i actually enjoyed and thought that if we remove those scenes that weren't needed this movie i think would be unquestionably better than holiday in the sun for me yeah I just I thought, wanted to bring up, like, does this, no. like, put the the stake in it? That, yeah, I, I didn't know? like those scenes either, but I think overall it was a mo- more coherent story. And I mm-hmm. thought that the twins' characters were, I mean, way different from one another. So it was actually yes. easier to delineate which one. I mean, was I could not tell them confusing. apart. But, Holiday yeah. in the Sun, I was cooked. I had no fucking clue what was happening the entire yeah. movie, to be I honest I like New you. York Minute. I would vote for it to move on over Holiday in the Sun. Yeah, I thought we agreed Holiday in the Sun. Like, I could not, like, put a gun to my head and say, what was the plot of Holiday in the Sun? Like, yeah. tell my family I know. love them. Because, goodbye. Yeah. 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 Okay, we so no I, think, clue. I think we can cut that there and say that New York Minute is okay. moving on. Okay. So we're now in the second phase of the bracket. I think this will move a lot quicker because we're down to the final eight. Yes. Um, and we've already kind of discussed our overarching thoughts on each movie. So in mm-hmm. the top corner of the bracket, we're having we have Mystery Cruise up against or the, the Adventure of Mary Kate and Ashley, Mystery Cruise up against our first video. Um mm-hmm. I know what way I would lean because and it's purely hundred percent nostalgia based on top of bops on bops on bops. So I, I would yeah. vote for our first video. Yeah, I, I did yeah. hear it's tough. You think so too, Nicole? No, I just, like, this top corner is so difficult because it's, like, a lot of them, it's, like, you're judging a whole genre where I feel more comfortable with having our first video on the top eight because I think Mm -hmm. it's more representative of, like, what that early content looked like. It, like, I personally had sleepover going, beating whatever mystery movie was going on. So I feel like I have Mm. to stick with my guns. If it's going to beat what I personally think is the best of that, best of that region, I'll have to ride with it till the end Mm, i did hear that mystery cruise um is a two-parter so i wonder if we should have included both parts of mystery cruise to fully have an understanding how is it even a two-parter they solve the mystery at the end is there another mystery on this cruise i it's how they get on the cruise is because of the first part (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um I don't yeah. know, but like I said, like I I almost feel uncomfortable cuz it's like oh gosh, like should we have covered both? But overall, I think I definitely agree. Our first video has the iconic songs. It's funny, it's fun, it's fresh. Um I think that it has the most it has more memorable aspects and mm-hmm. overall, I think that if I was in the mood to just like be nostalgic and like enjoy a Mary Kay and Ashley, an early Mary Kay and Ashley film. I would absolutely um, go forward with our first video. Okay, so 
so that is that is our top corner winner right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to go up against either to grandmother's house we go or it takes two. I do think this for me personally is another easy decision um, mm-hmm. because I think one is more iconic. One has better I mean more recognizable actors in it a better storyline yeah um again another situation where the twins are very different in in one of them um Mm -hmm. so I would lean towards it takes two what about you Nicole where are you leaning here yeah I love the movies where they change places like how that's the whole point of identical twins like if they don't switch places what is their other function in society (laughs) what's your point yeah yeah okay so uh, without it, yeah, without a doubt, it takes two over to grandma to grandmother's house. We go. Okay, so um, now to the other side, back over to the other side of the bracket, uh, we have our lips are sealed versus passport to Paris. I think that we're going to have an issue here because I'm just like fully in our lips are sealed. Like I think yeah. that it's funnier. I think that it's fresher. I think it has like it's more lightweight. Like. Passport to Paris is good. It's certainly good. And this is like a very tough thing to go up against each other. It's almost not fair. But if you like these movies are all about having fun. Like what's more fun than being like an Aussie bitch and solving like some like, you know, nonsense mystery i mean i'll tell you what's more fun traveling to paris and meeting cute boys and riding on vespas that sounds like more fun to me i personally passport to paris was one of my favorites as a kid i can't not and of course because i i thought billboard dad is better than our lips are sealed so of course i'm going to think passport to paris is better than our lips are sealed as well for me it's passport to paris yeah but also you have like the stuffy grandpa like the grandpa's such a hater but he comes around at the end like i think i love the chef i love jeremy i love the storyline between brigitte and jeremy I love the twins. I love their outfits. I think that um, Michelle and I don't know the other kid's name, but I thought they were really fun in it. I love the hairstyles as well. I just think that like this movie is a ton of fun and it made me think that whenever I went on vacation, I was going to fall in love, which is like setting up bad expectations. But Nicole, what are your thoughts between Our Lips Are Sealed and Passport to Paris? See, this is tough. Um, I love both these movies. Um, I just love a movie where the moral of the story is you just got to have more fun. And I feel like that's what Passport to Paris was all about. Like the twins somehow um, like reinvented fashion and also like help their grandpa become like less of a dud. Like I feel like that's the full package. They eat hamburgers. <laughs> they convince yeah. like their fresh trained um, chef from the Cordon Bleu about a hamburger. The fact that they go, this is what, well, the only part about Passport to Paris that grinds my gears is when they go, hamburger, of course you eat it with your hands. That's why it's called a hamburger. No, it's not. That's not why it's called a hamburger. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That, but, that yeah. is questionable. Questionable enough to not move it forward. I agree, Nicole. No. I'm sorry, no? we gotta go Passport to Paris. Like, that DVD cover, if I see it, I stop full in my tracks and start sweating. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay, I hear you guys. I hear you guys. And I think that that's the popular opinion. Like, yeah. when I ask the people on the streets what they prefer, I think you're right. The people on the streets say Passport to Paris. I think so, too, yeah. Yeah, um, but okay. I don't I don't love it. I don't love it. Well, now you feel the heartbreak I felt when Billboard Dad didn't move through, so. I'm sorry your mopey dad <laughs> didn't move through, but sorry. He's going to have to, like, deal with his life somewhere else. Not hey, here. he's getting um, laid now, so. He is getting laid. He's making <laughs> bank he, on he, those uh, pieces yeah, of he, art. 
Yeah, he's the epitome of my life is fine. <laughs> um, moving on to winning London versus New York Minute. Oh, I feel like goodness. we can't in good faith make winning London a Final Four movie, though. Like, I feel like we can't do that. I don't but have can, some feelings either way. Can we in good faith put New York Minute in a Final Four I think that <laughs> yes, no matter can, what is going, Passport to Paris can knock it out. Yeah, I think that either way, it's getting knocked out by Passport to Paris. Like, it's not going to so matter which now one. it's a throwaway? I said that this is a serious podcast. I'm just saying that I think realistically, whatever one proceeds here is not beating Passport to Paris. Can we sub back in when in Rome? Can when in Rome go up against Passport Why would that Paris? matter? No. It's not going to beat it. If when in Rome doesn't beat Passport to Paris? No. I think no? pound to pound, New York so Minute we, is just more iconic than winning London. And by default, it's more iconic than when in Rome. It has its problems, but we're not going to reward it by saying it's the best movie because that's objectively not true. No, no. Okay, fine. I mean, the poor dog sacrificed his anxieties, but I guess it doesn't matter. We're moving forward. I feel like we don't even find out if the dog poops in that movie. Isn't that like the whole point of the dog is to find out if he poops? Yeah, you're going to tell me you spend an entire day and the dog never fucking shits. That's unbelievable. They don't put him down once. Bring him to Central Park. He'll poop a lot. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, be able to shit if I had a microchip in me either. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so New York Minute is moving on. So then are we just going to move through Passport? I mean, I, to me, it's no question. Passport to Paris is more iconic than New York Minute. Yeah, and I feel like we yeah. can agree that It Takes Two is more iconic than our first video. I don't know if you, you would die on that hill, Jess. I'm no, I agree with you. I think to me that is one of the tougher matchups, but I think I think What's that a it better takes movie, two. Jessica. Oh, it takes two is better. It's not a question. Yeah. And I mean also, let's be fair, it takes two is an hour and a half and our first video is like twenty minutes. So of course like it takes two has more time to be iconic. Yeah. But I will say that I do I will always love our first video and all those bops. Like it was good. You know, it was like probably one of the movies that I'm more endeared to mm-hmm. um, as like a more of a newcomer to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I definitely so, seen it. I just don't know. Before we get into our final matchup of It Takes Two versus Passport to Paris, do we want to just stop down really quickly and say what we had as personally had as our final two making this bracket? Yes. I think that's a great idea. Okay. So, Nicole, why don't you go first? What did you, what were your final two? So, my final two were It Takes Two and Passport to Paris. Oh my hey! gosh, look at her. Yeah, snaps. <laughs> snaps. Good job. Jessica? As it should be. Uh, I had It Takes Two and yes. I had Billboard Dad. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I had It Takes Two and our lips are sealed. Oh, shit. Knew it. Yeah. See, Nicole Nicole is the most manipulative one of the three of us because she's just like, I'm going to fucking get my shit in there no yep. matter what it takes. She she really. Now, Nicole, like, did every single one of your lineups line up perfectly? So no, I have Mystery sleepover Cruise, Sleepover, oh, right, Grandmother's right, right. House, Our Lips Are Sealed, Passport to Paris, Winning London, New York Minute. Yeah, I was... All the way there, except for, um, except for, I had went in Rome instead of winning in London, and then I did push forward New York Minute, even though I talk shit about it just now. Yeah, yeah. but it's we don't we don't have to talk about it anymore now. Yeah, no, really she's gone. Goodbye. She is gone. Sorry, so, P. Uh, 
Iconic Final Two, It Takes Two versus Passport to Paris. We've talked a lot about both of these movies. I think both of them are very iconic. I think it's a tough battle. I mean, uh, how are we going to, how do we do this? Is it which one is the more iconic representative movie of Mary Mm -hmm. Kate and Ashley? Or is it, Mm -hmm. is it the better, which one is the better movie? What's a more enjoyable experience? Mm -hmm. Now, I think that's all of the above. Um, Okay. Now, of course, it takes two. It's almost not fair because it has a bigger budget. It's a bigger movie. Um, I think Passport to Paris is, I think that they're, Mary Kay and Ashley are producers on it. Obviously, it was straight to video. Now, does anybody know if If Takes Two was um, in the theaters? I feel like it can't Uh, be. No way. If you don't think. Um, I think the ultimate question is, is It Takes Two a Mary Kate and Ashley movie or is It Takes Two a movie that has Mary Kate and Ashley in it? Ah, fair. Uh, it was, I think it was in theaters because it's a WB movie. Wow. Um, so that is a fair question. I think uh, that's because I would it's say almost to like is more iconically Mary Kate and Ashley. It feels mm-hmm. more Mary Kate and Ashley because it's the twins and they're flitting off to somewhere and it's lower budget. And you can certainly feel that and tell that. Right. And they're falling in love and, you know, all of those things. And it takes two. They're not the only stars. You have Kirstie Alley. You have Steve Gutenberg. Like you have these other characters mm-hmm. that are also big stars that are in it. Right. The person who plays Clarice like she's famous too like all of those people are also stars in this movie and whereas passport to paris it's like do we give a fuck about any of the other characters i mean maybe brigitte and jeremy a slight bit but like i do agree with you that i think that passport to paris is more purely mary kate and ashley but it depends on if we're saying which is the better movie but nicole do you feel like it takes two is by miles and miles and miles and miles and miles a better movie than passport to paris this is where it gets really tough because i feel like passport to paris had all of the elements of a mary karen ashley movie that we love like they're boy crazy they meet boys they get into a little bit of trouble they go overseas whereas i think pound for pound it takes two is a better movie I don't. I won't spoil what I have as my final, but I because this was my final too. I just I was not expecting to like it. Six, it takes two as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had so much emotional investment into it takes two. I've seen this movie so many times, and I saw it last night. It was the last movie that I watched of all sixteen of these movies because. I knew it the best and I said, you know what? Like, if I don't see it tonight, then it's fine. But I had time for it. It went by so fast. It went by faster than all of these movies combined, even the 30 minute movie. It because it's so enjoyable, because Mm -hmm. it like, you know, it's so iconic because it's just like it's just everything. I'm I got emotionally invested in it. I I've cried to it takes two before. Um, my other movie, we didn't mention it, that I almost cried in is surprisingly New York Minute when oh. Ashley and Mary Kate were talking about how like Ashley feels as though like she always has to be the mom out of the two of them and Mary Kate feels like, you know, I'm like a burden to you. Oh. I like 
I, it got me. Like, I don't know why. I felt very emotional it's through Pisces that. It's Pisces season. That's why. I, it's Pisces season. You know what? It's my birthday in two days. I'll Bring tell you. Tears. I'll tell you what the best Mary Kay and Ashley movie is. But I think it, it it's just like, is it a Mary Kay and Ashley movie? Is It Takes Two mm-hmm. really just a high budget movie that... You know, they stars. They them. I read that Mary Kay and Ashley weren't even like their first choices. I've read that they were considering That's fucked up. Mara Wilson from Matilda. Oh, I love her. I was but reading she's not even a twin. They were going to have her play both. Yeah, they were going to have her play oh. both. I read that um, they had some other actresses that they were up for consideration. There was a whole list of them. So, um. Like, would this movie be the same without Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen? Mm-hmm. No, I, I think, think they did such a good job. Yeah. And I like that it was two different people. I feel like the, Me too. the charisma in Parent Trap isn't as palpable as it was mm-hmm. here. That's maybe yeah. a crazy thing to say, but I feel like because no, they're two not. people, it changed the game. It does. And I do think that part of the charm of It Takes Two is like Mary Kate and Ashley are still young enough where they're learning how to act. And so you have like Mary Kate's fake New York accent. Which I actually thought was great. Like I thought that Mary Kate did a phenomenal job. Actually, let's stop down. Who do you guys think is the better actress, Mary Kate or Ashley? Now that we've seen 16 movies, who's better? I, I'll say straight away, I think Mary-Kate's a better actress. The fact that I was going to go in the same exact direction, I feel like Mary-Kate has to play roles that are a bigger stretch, whereas Ashley yep. just has to be the uptight person in every single movie. Nothing yeah. against yep. her, because I'm an Ashley compared to a Mary-Kate, but hey, that's just I was going to say Mary-Kate as well, mm-hmm. but that's also because, like, I'm a Mary-Kate, so it's, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah I, um, I agree. I think it's, like, I think they're similar, but I do think that Mary-Kate has a little bit harder of a role to play some of the time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think if we're going to go, I guess everybody can vote based on their own criteria. But if I'm voting on my criteria of which movie would I be quicker to pick up and watch again, I have a clear answer. I do as well. How do we want to vote? Do we want to put our votes in or just say them? Oh, are we going to put it in? No, we could just <laughs> Um, Nicole, like why Survivor? don't you vote first? Because this yeah. was your final two. So why don't you vote first as to which you want to win? So I went into this with Passport to Paris being my number one. But I think I'm changing my answer to It Takes Two. <gasps> oh, Ooh, what okay. an last minute upset. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, you Sarah, can literally see you? it. I have it on my pretentious ass iPad, Passport to Paris with the little <laughs> rainbow. But when you say <laughs> which one that. is a more enjoy- enjoyable experience, as much as I could probably go back and watch Passport to Paris over and over again, I feel like It's Higgs 2 is a movie I'd be less embarrassed to say that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you, Sarah? <laughs> Where are you landing? Um, I had and i will always have it takes two as my favorite mary Kate and ashley movie i do feel like it's a little questionable as if it's really a mary Kate and ashley movie but if i have to say like what do i love what i have i loved in the past what i will love in the future it'll always be it takes two mm-hmm. i would agree i would also pick it takes two i think it's still like it's tough to make that call because Passport to Paris and obviously also Billboard Dad were two of the ones that I watched 
so much as a yeah. kid and really I feel like shaped me in a lot of ways which is kind of a weird thing to say but yeah. like I do think it takes two is just more iconic and it's it's more recognizable even if it's it was like a theatrical release movie it wasn't exactly like produced by them whatnot I do think it takes two takes the cake and I think that that's like I mean let's we could get into some feedback while we're already here mm-hmm. I think this is a common pick I think a lot of people had it takes two winning what do you, what are the results yeah. what do they say Sarah what do we have um okay so El Diablo decided oh, that is Lindsay Wilson I'm sorry oh Lindsay okay Wilson, whose Lindsay birthday Wilson. is also March 9th by the way shut up nope. that's my half wow birthday. I love I that will for y'all not. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Nicole and I are half birthday besties. It's also Edward Morris's birthday. So we love that for all of us. Pisces, kings and queens. So Lindsay Wilson had It Takes Two and Billboard Dad up against each other and ultimately moved forward. It Takes Two is the winner. Mm -hmm. Um, We had Robbie Freeman write in and say It Takes Two versus Billboard Dad as well. And he went with It Takes Two. He also had some complaints about um, our general lineup because uh, basically he said that it was unfair that we had um, to grandmother's house. We go double, double, toil and trouble. It takes two and how the West was fun on the same side of the bracket because that would have been his final four, um, which we don't we personally don't agree with, but Mm -mm. we value all opinions. Um, But. Ultimately, um, the sloppy Joes for Robbie just like pushed it forward and he still worries about being trapped in a mirror. Um, So it's very worrisome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chance wrote in and had like Nicole, it takes two versus Passport to Paris and Passport to Paris actually was the winner Mm -hmm. um, for him. He says, my picks are based mostly uh, from nostalgia because I haven't seen any of these movies in so long. Also, Billboard Dad should have gone further. It was just up against his other two favorites. Yeah, that's also Mm -hmm. very fair. Yes. Um, We have um, Cameron say that his favorite was winning London. Wow. Kayla says... Yeah, mm-hmm. Kayla says if it takes two doesn't win, then she'll faint, a la the uh, the <laughs> gift that Alyssa fainting in her in grand room. Yeah, um, I love that. In it takes two, MJC wrote in and says my MK knowledge may be limited, but my TTN love no no love knows no bounds at behind the scenes. We love Pisces season. What does TTN stand for? TikTok, TikTok Nicole. Nicole. Oh, I didn't realize that you had a like an, a shortened a shortened name. That's TTN. There's only like 280 you. characters on Twitter. You got to be creative. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. Katie Martin wrote in and sent us her picture of her collection of Mary Kate and Ashley films, which was very very impressive. And she said that 
she's the one that said Mystery Cruise is a two-parter, so it's hard mm-hmm. to judge it without the other half. But she thinks that any detective series is more so any of the party series. Now, Nicole, that's a direct opposition to your opinion. Well, so how I do you feel about see that? All of the you're invited ones, but I feel like the sleepover one. I was singing, "We're pulling, pulling, pulling an all nighter." Like when I like at all of my sleepovers, like I just feel like it yes. stuck with me, and that maybe that's my Billboard dad. Mm-hmm. Is Mary Kay actually sleepover? And maybe that's embarrassing. It's nostalgia. But that's it is. That nostalgia, yeah. nostalgia is a bitch to get rid of. Period. Have you guys ever pulled an all nighter? Yes. Of course. Um, okay, good. Listen, so, we know that Sarah is staunch anti sleepover. So. Yeah, I don't like sleepovers. Um, Katie also says, I can't choose from the full length. I already have all the memorized and sounds dramatic, but she can't bring herself to choose because she loves all of them. Um, Taylor Cotter says Billboard Dad. Yes. Um, Katie Martin also has a request that we eventually cover Two of a Kind and So Little Time. We have definitely discussed Two of a Kind as a because it's only like one season or something, isn't it? It's It's possible. Um, We had some hate from at Matt Harv zero zero about the challenge being MIA. And my answer to that was we debated. But ultimately, I think that. We're happy with um, our ultimate final bracket. Yeah, right, guys? I went, I went personally as well. Like, I personally hadn't really seen much of that challenge one. So, like, mm-hmm. I went with ones that I had, I knew I had seen or, like, New York Minute, like, I hadn't seen, but I knew it was, like, a big one. So Yeah. And finally, my um, old high school BFF, Chrissy, who I, I watched all these movies with like this is what we did like especially Passport to Paris especially Our Lips Are Sealed like this is the person that I watched it with her final choice was It Takes Two versus Passport to Paris and she went with Passport to Paris wow I, she has great taste <laughs> yes yes so ultimately I think that we definitely wound up with the correct final two and um, might be biased but I think the final as well. I think that we landed in the right place. I think it's debatable. And I think that I like that we had each of those representing the two sides of the bracket. I feel like if it were me, it would have. Here's the thing. I'm almost happy that Billboard Dad didn't make it past the first round because Billboard Dad versus Passport to Paris would have been like extremely difficult just for me personally. Mm-hmm. So it made my decision that much easier with Passport to Paris. But I think yeah. that... They, listen, all these movies fought a hard-fought battle, and I think we landed where we were supposed to ultimately land in all of this. I think so, too. It I think feels so too. correct. It does. So <laughs> this has been a whirlwind. I hope everybody enjoys this. One of our longest podcasts, I think. Um, <laughs> uh, between this and our friends, uh, our friends coverage. I As think. expected, though. As expected. We expected to be here for a while. Does anybody have any final thoughts that they'd like to say before we wrap things up with some plugs? No. Um, aside from my co-host is still up for sale for 25 cents. But aside from that, I'm the no. cute one. Oh, just actually, co-host. that is something that I proposed <laughs> in my notes. I have Jess and I. Who's the cute one? Um, maybe we'll never know. But well, we know about- that I'm the Mary Kate and you're the Ashley, at least. How are you the Mary Kate and I'm the Ashley? Mary Kate- Ashley is the one that has her shit pulled together. No, no, no. Mary Kate is the one who's like the sportier one who likes, oh. you know what I mean? And Ashley is like the prissy, like, I don't want to break a nail, so I won't play Among Us. 
Okay, I did break my nail playing Among Us, and I'm still mad about it, and I'll never let it go. So anyway, anyway, um, moving, moving swiftly on from all of that. What about you, Nicole? What do you have? Anything going on? What's your What's your Twitter hand Twitter handle? Oh uh, yeah, I am really. Well, oh no, I just I keep vibing over here. I somehow have a job now, so I really am not on this podcast grind. Like it feels good to like you know, like dust off the books and open them up for such a special occasion. But I'm mostly on TikTok. You can find me at Behind the Secret there on Twitter. Yeah, all major platforms behind the secret. Perfect. Perfect. We appreciate you coming on and joining us for this super long, epic Mary Kate and Ashley marathon March bracket uh, month. (laughs) All of the M words. Okay, Sarah, what do we have coming up to plug to the listeners? So, I mean, ongoing with Mary Kay and Ashley March, we still have a couple things on the horizon. Uh, keep your eyes out, your ears open. Is that right? I don't know. Um, sure. and, <laughs> and make sure you tune into our um, Twitter and Instagram to see what we have on the horizon at Shit90sPod. If you want to send us um, your version of our bracket once again those um, I have it pinned on Twitter our bracket fill it in send it to us would love to hear any feedback we would love to hear you can send it to us via social media if you want to send us an email shit 90s pod at gmail.com that would be phenomenal um, and aside from that if you feel so inclined it is my birthday coming up and I would love to get a review a five-star itunes review so you can go to itunes and review us and say some nice things about us that would make me happy what do you think jess i think that would be fantastic all five stars appreciated uh sarah gave it our social media shit 90s pod on all major platforms keep tuning in we have more dawson's creek content we have more boy meets world content and of course we're still in mary kate and ashley march so you will be hearing more from us on about mary kate and ashley so stay tuned thank you everybody for listening in thank you so much nicole for joining us for this podcast special thank, thank you, you nicole to, special this thank was, you like, to phenomenal sorry it, no that's okay <laughs> I just want to say she's phenomenal. (laughs) Let me say. No, me first. She's phenomenal. (laughs) She is. Okay, now you can talk. Okay, special thank you to JD for putting together our theme song for us. And on that note, JD, take it away. Everybody have a good one. Bye. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.